Welcome back, everybody, to the Nonstop Podcast. Brand new episode incoming. We got a brand new guest. Introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Aryan Marazi. Aryan Ali Marazi. Uh, we'll plug the boy in the yeah. description. We got a banger incoming. Put my, put my IG. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. We got a giveaway coming up for 100 subscribers special. So, you know, we'll post the description of that whenever you're, we get the 100 subscribers. Just make sure you get all your friends, family. You know, just, you might make 100 bucks off or 50 bucks off of it. So let's get it. Yeah, let's get it. What do you think about, what do you think about all that? Oh, the gas prices? <laughs> yeah. I mean, my whole thing is, yeah, it sucks if, if, if gas prices are high, but... If you have a car or, or whatever you, you use that needs gasoline or, or diesel or whatever, you need to buy it. So, Facts. like, you can't really sit there and be like, oh, the gas prices are high. You, you just got to work, continue to, like, be like, okay, what do I got to do to adjust to it? Because yeah. you, as an individual, have no control over that. That's true. You know? Nobody does, I think. No. So, it's like sitting around complaining and do nothing. So, you know, it's going to go up. It's going to go down. It's how it is. You it's know? a good take. And especially for people that drive, like like six cylinder cars like they're just burning through gas all the time because <clears throat> my car like like i don't me. know yeah like, like yeah because like my car is a four cylinder which is good um for like saving gas and stuff like that but i don't know if you know that my car got stolen like not that long ago no no really i, I got it back after like <laughs> after like a week or, or two but um where's i going with that <laughs> You were saying your car's four cylinder, uh, yeah, and and it got oh, stolen. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what were you using? Uh, how long was it stolen? Yeah, for? that's where I was getting to. So when it was stolen, I was using my motorcycle, the the red one over there. Okay, nice. And and so the good thing about that is I pay I pay like super cheap gas. I pay like oh yeah, I bet fifteen dollars to completely fill the tank, and I get like it takes me like two hundred miles. Really? So I'm getting anywhere off fifteen dollars. Like, yeah, off fifteen dollars. So I'm getting like anywhere from like depending on how I drive it, I'm getting anywhere from like fifty. To like 80 miles per gallon damn which is really we're good so we're live we need to keep the conversation going oh, just keep it going intro? we'll do we an we intro whatever i'll bet yeah we can do it's it going nice and edit it <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 it's not that hard but um what, what, what was i saying oh yeah the my motorcycle right but like now like the ga gas prices like a month ago were like what like at almost six dollars yeah That's oh it. yeah at one point it was like yes in the sixes yeah because Cause um, some places were like seven, bro. A month ago? I don't Not a month ago. It was like two months ago. Like two or three months ago. Two or three, maybe four months ago. Like like September, and summertime. Yeah. Yeah, they were sure. super high. Like like some parts in LA, dude. That's what was like seven fifty. Seven fifty. I didn't pay that shit, but like, <laughs> I seen the most it. I paid was like six bucks a gallon. I think that was like six fifty or something like that. That was the most I paid. It was like seventy bucks to fill my tank. Yeah, that's crazy. I don't know, Insane. but. But um, have you been, bro? I know you're doing your like uh, your nightclub stuff. You're flying helicopters. Like, yeah. t how did you get into like doing nightclubs and stuff? Okay. Uh, well, I think I remember my Instagram. No, but uh, <laughs> uh, I started out. You you want to know how I got into nightclubs or, or flying? Which one do you want to know first? Let's go over the nightclubs. Let's go nightclubs first. first. Okay, so basically, I was. This actually happened this year, or 2022. Yeah. Uh, so really recently, the summer of 2022. Right before I turned 21, because I just turned 21 in August. Yeah. Um, I was always like interested in nightlife and like and like parties and stuff, but I, I always viewed it as like as like a bit. I wanted to do it in terms of like a business. I didn't want to just be the guy. Oh, show up to a party, hang out, get drunk, whatever. I was just like, 
I want to see how, if because I know that the industry, especially night nightclubs, it's it's very lucrative. It can be. So I was like, how can I get into this without being somebody that's just spending money and you know, popping bottles, all that stuff. So I was like. Maybe I, I, I'm thinking about getting into promoting or something that within nightlife, maybe throwing parties, hosts, hosting or something. So that's like a little side gig thing. Because my eventual goal is I want to own a nightclub as like a as an investment. Not not necessarily a day-to-day owner, but just an investor, you know? So right. um, I was at this, I don't know if you guys know, I'm Persian. So, yeah. okay. so I was back in, around March and April. It's like Persian New Year or whatever. They mm. call it Nowruz. So I was... I was at this, it was in Huntington Beach with one of my friends who, our moms are family friends and she's like around my age. I think you know her, her name is Ilar. Have I, have I met her? I think I've She She went her. to uh, Crestwood Elementary with us. What maybe Diego know? knows her. I don't Ilar. Know. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> I don't maybe know. you show me a picture. I remember, yeah, yeah. But maybe, yeah. But her and like some of her friends, we were all out at this like club slash bar in Huntington Beach yeah. and it was like a, they had rented the whole like, uh, uh, bar or club out for like their event Damn. and um, we were just at it hanging out she was able to get us all in for free and I met the guy who was throwing it his name was Alex another Persian dude and I just I just met him said what's up we in- exchanged Instagrams and we I didn't really ask him oh what do you do or, or like you know or I asked him what you do he's like right, I'm throwing this but I didn't really ask him too much you know I was just like kind of like cool whatever cool and then like four or five months not four or five months maybe like Two, three months later, I saw him post on Instagram, hiring promoters, DM me. Mm. I'm like, all right, cool. So I just DM'd him. And he's like, this is what I do, and, and this is what you can do to uh, help work with me. And I was like, all right, cool. So he, I started working with him, and he was a Persian guy. He knew I was Persian. So he started taking me into, he had connections to, like, nightlife in, like, Hollywood, West Hollywood, some of those clubs. Then through him, I met some other guys. And then from there, I just basically met the other guys that I met, and then they kind of, like, helped me. Uh, start like hosting parties and basically what what I do is I sub promote under them and I bring them clients if guys like want to buy bottles or tables or girls uh, that want to come on the guest list and he'll pay you a percentage of that it's not it's not life-changing money it's not too much but it's tapping into the industry and getting to know the business yeah put in the door yeah so basically that's what I was doing and I did it on the weekends Alongside the regular work I was doing, just so I could learn it. So that, that's, that's how I got into that. And I basically did it because I wanted a second source of income. But now I realize it's not the best second source of income. It's fun and all, but if you really want to make money in nightlife, um, it's either you got to, I think, either work for a club for a specific job, even like security and stuff, which is what I'm about to actually get into, makes good money. It's like 25 bucks an hour. Damn. You said security? Yeah, like, you know, like nightclub security. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot these nightclubs I'm talking about, I don't know if you guys have ever been to it. It's a little different than like the nightclubs you'll see in like, let's say you go to downtown Long Beach or something. These clubs will not allow guys in oh, wow. unless they buy a table, a bottle service, or like to pay a stupid like $100 cover charge or something like that. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's not, and they'll let girls in for free yeah. mm-hmm. as long as they're good yeah. looking and get them at a whole section. <laughs> it's the truth though. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. just just segue quick. How do you determine that? Well, are you are you are you a security? Like, are you one of the people um, at the front? Not yet, but, not yet. But, but but basically, the people that determine that that some clubs have just the, like the bouncers slash security that do all that, and some clubs have the bouncers and security, which all they do is check IDs, pat people down, make sure everyone's safe, everything good. But they actually have a doorman, which is actually the name of the position, a doorman who works for the club, and his job is literally to let people in. It's like a bouncer. 
different. different. He's a he's just a doorman. He doesn't like check IDs or nothing. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a security <clears throat> job. What he does is he literally ju- he'll judge the girls and be like, look at them and see if they're valid enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, I like what if, that. and what if they aren't valid? Does he charge them? Or um, what? he might charge them. <laughs> I've seen, I've seen some clubs turn down girls. Really and, interesting. And, and what does that do for the general feel of the? Of the ambiance, like you just don't want to, like they just don't want to see ugly girls. Well, in there. yeah, because they have a lot of like higher end guys going to these clubs, rich mm. guys, celebrities, yeah. businessmen. They, they they want their whole goal is we'll let these hot girls in for free, <laughs> and this and it actually really does work. They'll get them in for free. What their whole like goal is, okay, the guys will come in and buy them drinks, and they oh. do. It happens all the time. Yeah, of course, sure. So they're making their money back. <laughs> Believe me, for letting these girls in for free and getting yeah. them a comp bottle, the, the guys will spend hundreds of dollars at them at the bar. Yeah. Mm. So, but the, if they come in now, if it's a ratio, let's say it's like it's like, and, and it depends. You know, some guys like bigger girls. You yeah, know, sure. Some yeah, everyone but, has a type, but they want to go with a general like model type girl. You know, sure. mm-hmm. so so let's say you have a ratio of like four skinny girls and one like kind of like bigger girl. They'll let that group in, but if it's all big girls and then, you know, and, and they're trying to like you know, come in and can't come in. It, yeah, it depends on the night, but yeah. You ever have seen you, a flip out? Like a girl I, just I've go seen, crazy. I, no, no, but I've seen. <laughs> funny, funny story. What I've seen is, and recently one of the clubs that I was actually going to, it was called Highlight Room. Uh, they they got like in trouble for turning down like a, a kind of a fatter girl because she was <laughs> no yeah. way because she, but she was like popular. Like she was like, she was like an influencer oh, on influencer. TikTok oh. and stuff. Oh shit! And she like made a whole rant about them. Oh shit! And and some and then the funny thing was, it's like listen. They came without a promoter, someone like myself. If they would have came with a promoter, they probably would have got in because they would have been with a promoter. They came in by themselves and like, hey, let me get in for free, just like these other girls that yeah. were looking. And the master says, sorry, not tonight. You can either pay this much or buy a table or a bottle. Now, of course, if you bought a table or bottle, they don't care what you look like. If they're going to spend money, they're going to spend money, they're right? They're in, yeah. They're in. You know, they don't care. But if you're trying to, you know, demand to get in for free and get everything, the drinks for free and all that stuff, and you're not even with a promoter, you're not willing to pay anything. You know, it's like at least be good looking. Yeah, <laughs> right. Know? Put in the effort. Wait, yeah. Wait, so you've seen Put like uh, you've seen like the security like tell well, girls that that they well, can't come in for free. Um, I've seen one story one time. It wasn't at this club. It was another club. Um, this this it was like a, it was like two just fat girls, <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't know anybody there. They were trying to get in. And they they weren't able to get in. the guy didn't really like deny them he's but he just kept like ignoring them kept going to, like the other person you know like, <laughs> that's crazy right. um and then finally one guy said it wasn't the door it was another like kind of like a club manager yeah. came up and said he's like sorry you guys can't get in tonight uh, <laughs> not not tonight basically that's what he said yeah, and she turned around like crying uh, wow yo. and I was like it's fucked up but just go to a different club it's business right it's yeah like, I mean is it fucked up though like. You know I, I mean, mean, I get where they're coming from, though. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's all part of the business, it's, right? It's a business. And like from a I said, like, it's like it's like most of these girls. It's funny, like this gets into the whole feminist talk and everything. A lot yeah. of these girls, the, the good-looking girls, right? Like the skinny ones or, mm-hmm. or like the the model-type-looking girls, mm-hmm. will be like, "Oh, your girl, you're so pretty," blah, blah blah. To these fat girls and stuff, when in reality, they know they're not gonna be able to get into the club. Like, yeah. like yeah. they'll be the first ones to kind of like laugh at Drift them, off. you know. Yeah. And be like, and not really say anything like, oh, that's my friend, bring her in. You know, they don't care because they know they're going to get in and get free drinks, get all this attention. Which is one thing that, I think about Hollywood, it's like, it's like there's, lo- there's a lot of like snaky people in that industry. Yeah. There's a lot of drug use. Of course. Which I don't like, but I think there's good money to be made if, if you like. Um, and I'm not, I'm not really a party type guy, but I like I like the nightlife industry. The party scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And like it, another reason I did it was this turns back into flying uh, helicopters and planes, which is what I'm doing. I wanted to make connections because, like I said, there was a lot of affluent um, uh, celebrities and and just business people and, and men that go to yeah. these clubs. It's a good place to make connections uh, because you know one you know that could lead to something else. That's that's yeah. another reason. Yeah, uh, a lot of networking, right? You, yeah, you can network quite well. Yeah. You know, just ju- and and just having that status of oh, I'll get you a table, goes a lot way, a long way with, yeah. with girls or or with girls. The only thing you'll get with that is 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 like attention or or maybe like a hookup or something. But I didn't care about that at all. I was more into like, like I said, I want to meet like, you know, like uh, businessmen, businessmen or like like men that that have made it and then go to these clubs and spend the money. It's like, oh, what are they doing? You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean that's really it's like kind of how you follow kinda, the example, right? Yeah, it's kind of like how you start your network. I mean, you have to you have to go out there and do stuff that you kind of maybe it's like out of your bubble, you know what right. I mean? And like, but a lot of people are scared to do that nowadays. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, and another thing about is, clubs, I'll tell you, if you're a guy, and I'm sorry to tell you this, if you're a regular dude trying to go to these like Hollywood clubs and stuff, what's Hollywood? The clubs that aren't like that have like these bottle services and stuff only for guys. If you try to go in there and pay the hundred dollars just to go in and just be on the dance floor and no, nobody there. Your goal is to get girls. You're not gonna get any girls. I'm telling you. All yeah. the good-looking girls are at some rich dude or some wow. celebrity. Some. I'm telling you, these are clubs that Drake and Future go to. Yeah. Hmm. You really think some regular ass dude is gonna walk in? You think the girls are gonna give him attention? No. You yeah. already know what se- whose section they're gonna be at. Yeah. The nonstop podcast section. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just playing. That's crazy. So, do all the um, I'm guessing all the girls kind of flock to like one section and then they kind of like. They kind of move in groups. Or well, like, there's like there's like multiple girls. Not all the girls, obviously together. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's multiple sections, multiple tables. Yeah. And each person has their table. But yeah. At tables, either a promo promos table that has has drinks, or somebody that bought a table, you know, and they wow. have girls there. How much are these tables? How much do they cost? Um, starting one k and above. A thousand dollars for how long? Uh, for the whole night. The, the entire okay. night. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then does that does does that include drinks or no? Um. I think the one the the cheapest is like one it depends on the club. There's some clubs that sell tables for two hundred. Yeah, but like I think that like these higher end clubs that start like one k and above. Um, if you get like the five k table, the yeah, it comes with a bottle service. Okay. I think I think, but if you get like the regular one k, no, it's a bottle service, and it depends what 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 you want to get. It could cost five, six hundred, eight hundred dollars. Here's the thing, my opinion about clubs. For girls, it's easy. If you're if you're a semi good looking girl, you'll get into any club. Yeah. And you and even if you're not no don't know anybody there and you get in, some guy will come. Hey, come to my section just yeah. for the status. Just for the having just girls for the, there. Just yeah. for having girls there. The they state, don't even know you. The, 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 as long as you're just semi good looking and have. The, I've done it. I've t- I've seen a girl and I'm like, hey, you, are you with anybody? No. All right, come to my table now. Yeah. And the, and then my my main host, he's like, hey, bring them, bring them. <laughs> just just because it, it fills the table and it makes you look. You know, makes you girls. It gets you attention, right? But um, I'll tell you, if you're a regular dude, or or this is what clubs are. Clubs, in my opinion, for guys, it's a luxury, dude. It's like flying private jets. It's like it's like it's like it's like getting a yacht. It's like getting a yacht. It's like getting a why you're spending five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars on a bottle of of tequila, which you can go buy fifty dollars at the at the at the market or at the supermarket. Why would you? Why would they spend that much? You know, it's for the whole status of hey, look, yeah. I'm you know to just show good. off basically. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying it's it's a luxury good in the same way of you don't need to fly private, you don't need to get a yacht, you don't you don't need to you know um, have a chauffeur drive or whatever it is you know, but you do it just because one you can afford it and one's like hey yeah you because know. you can yeah yeah because you can so that's that's what clubs are, these higher end clubs are it's like and people will spend the money and they make the money. Would you say um, you need to spend money to make money though? Like say you're an up and coming influencer. Would you spend the dough at the 
at the club to get the girls come to you and just to get that popularity or you think that's like a risk if, if you're doing it to get girls clubs are easy way if you got money it's easy easy way but if, if you're just doing it yeah you can you can kind of like uh basically like make yourself uh seen out there like oh this guy's out there you know he's at yeah. clubs but um i would do it if, on a celebration i want to do it every weekend okay you know I would just do it as like, let's say, you, hey, you just hit like, let's say you guys hit a thousand subscribers, yeah, or whatever. Okay, let's go to the club and party it up, or whatever, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, if you try to do it every weekend, I mean, even if you have the money for it, I think if you're not working in it, if you're not working in nightlife, um, not making money off of it, it's it's not. It's kind of pointless. It's kind of it's kind of pointless, mm. you know, just spending yeah. money for because you're not getting anything in return, right? Yeah, I mean, just status, girls, whatever you want to say. Yeah, but. Yeah, some people like they want to do it. They have the money, good for them, you know. Do you get a lot of people? Do you get like a lot of regular people that go to the nightclubs like regularly? Like, do you see a lot of the same faces, or is it like different um, people all the time? No, I'd say different people every all yeah? time. But like, okay. if you do see regulars, like I said, they they're like the club knows them. Like, okay, this guy's a regular. Sometimes they don't even pay. And they'll get a bottle, or they'll just be at a section just because they've brought so much attention and revenue yeah. to that club. You know, I, when I first started, like, nobody knew me. Um, and I'm still not saying I'm, like, the biggest person. In, I'm not. I'm not even close. But now, like, there are certain clubs I could go to. The doorman and security know who I am, oh, you know, because okay. they've seen my face multiple times. Oh, he brings good girl-looking girls, whatever, to these clubs. And, uh, they, you know, they have that level of respect for you, even if you're not, you know, buying anything from them. Just and you, Oh, you know George. Like, that's the guy I work with. He's a promoter. Okay, good. He's good, you know. Yeah, because I've seen you post on your Instagram how, like, you, like, advertise for, like, the nightclubs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Do you, what percentage or, like, ratio would you say it's, like, men to women? Like, is it mostly guys that hit you up or is it mostly women? Um, To be honest with you, I've never had a guy hit me up. Oh, really? I've had guys, but I'm like, listen, if you want to go, it's either you got to buy a bottle or a table or just bring me, like, five good-looking girls with you. Yeah. Let's say you want to go, right? Yeah. And you, and you and you don't want to buy a bottle of table. Cool. I'll be like, bring five girls, but you're the only guy. Yeah. I get you in for free. Yeah. Okay. Mm. That you can also do that. Let's say, let's say you come with a lot of girls, you'll get in. Okay. That's another thing you can do. It, they they want the ratio to be obviously more girls than guys. Yeah. 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 Because but, go for it. Oh no, you're good. You're good. No, I was just gonna say like, it's like. Like you were saying, like it's super easy for like the girls to get into nightclubs, right? Because I mean, most of them get in for free, right? If like they're good looking. Yeah, even if they're not good looking, dude. If it's like a regular night, no celebrity there, a girl will get in. Yeah. Okay. Even I've seen big girls get attention at the club. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. It's true. From what kind of dudes though? Dude, I'd say a dude who gets protected by every other girl. Who's he gonna go to? <laughs> yeah, so if he has, if he has no other option, that's what he's gonna get, right? That's tough. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. see, I don't, I don't actually hit on girls in clubs. I don't. I, I view it as business networking. Like, business. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't care. I had girls come up to me, and I'm like, so would you say that? Well, what what ratio or percentage would you say of those girls? It's like not really worth your time. You know, like these girls are just talking to any other guy. You see, you're talking about me personally, like if, if I'm hit, like trying to like, talk to a girl? No, no, no. Like in general, like at the club, like how many of these girls aren't really like... Oh, giving guys attention? Or just or giving every guy attention just for the sake of... You uh, I'll say it's not that many, right? Like how many girls are giving guys guys attention? Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's not like that, dude. Like girls... It's the other way around, right? Yeah, guys have to come, to the, have girls, to come to the girls and be girl. like, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, very little girls. No, girls will do it. 
but like I said, they have to either be super attracted to you or like yeah. view you as like, oh, this guy's think that you're like some sort of baller or something. Yeah. But uh, have you guys ever been to any clubs? Like nah, even like like low there. like like a lower end like, like in club. Long Beach or like there's one in the inside club. We don't go clubbing, bro. Nah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's cool if you don't. I was like a lot of the clubs around here, let's say, or yeah. even like that's not in West Hollywood. Guys, yeah. girls will get in the same. They yeah. pay like twenty dollars to get in. There is no tables. It's just a dance floor, mm-hmm. bathrooms, whatever. Everyone's dancing. It's it's kind of like a high school party. Yeah. But if you really want to experience clubs like that, those clubs are, are like how it is. It's like yeah, there's a dance floor, there's sections, but like guys will not get in easily. Yeah. So you mostly work in Hollywood? Uh, for the clubs, yeah, Hollywood, West mm. Hollywood. West Hollywood. Okay. I hate that area. I've, ne- I've never lived there. I mean, yeah. Well, I lived there. I lived there for a bit, but I don't like it either. I hate it. It's too crowded. Too, it's kind of dirty. Really dirty. Uh, it's fucking dirty. Um, it's so fucking some dirty. certain parts are ghetto, but like it's where the clubs are, and that's the only reason. That's the only time dirty. I go out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would Would you have you ever seen like a like a fight like? Um, like an actual out or fist. I've seen guys. Kicked, I've seen girls get kicked out. What's uh, the reason for that? Like they got too drunk. Got too drunk. I got a story. I don't know if I should even say, say it. Say it, bro. But uh, <laughs> I had I was at this uh, kind of like Latin slash like reggaeton club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it was mainly like uh, Hispanic people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it was a club that I, that I promoted. I knew the guy. We had a whole section, and everything. We had ball stars, everything, and we had like ten. Over 10 girls at our section with only two guys. Mm. Good-looking girls, too. Um, and they were there celebrating one of the girls' birthdays. Um, they were all back around our age, like 20, mm-hmm. 20, or 21, 22, 23. Um, and one of the, the, the birthday girl got super, super, super drunk, like faded drunk. <laughs> Damn. And <laughs> Blackout. She, yeah, she was, she was almost like pretty much blacking <laughs> out. It was yeah. during like before Christmas. So it was like it was actually recently. So like, it was, like about a month ago. So they had like Christmas like decorations up and the Christmas theme in the club. She was walking around knocking over like Christmas decorations, like, like basically, yeah, like like Damn. tearing down shit. And I was like, security came and immediately got her and was like, "You gotta go," you know. And then she was complaining, like, "Why am I getting kicked out?" Blah blah. And her yeah. friends birthday. were like, "It's my birthday." birthday. I was gonna yeah. say the same it's thing. Birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah, exactly. That mean, but like you know, she's a liability at that point. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So she's getting kicked out, and her friends were like going there, and then and then she turns around when she got kicked out. When she's finally outside, she turns around. She's like. That Armenian looking kid <laughs> <laughs> drugged me. <laughs> she was talking about you. Talking about you? I was oh, like the only like shit. like Middle Eastern dude <laughs> yeah. there, and, uh, and like I yeah. could pass as Hispanic, but I guess they knew, you know, that I was. <laughs> that's heavy, features, bro. Yeah. Um, that I was, you know, per, uh, Middle Eastern. She's like that. That Armenian looking kid at our section drugged me. Nah, that's heavy, bro. You and get, I was you like, get, uh, they do, I, I got, I got like, I got like a call the next morning yeah. from the club management, <laughs> and like the no. guy I was working with, and they're like. Well, like you know, the story's complete BS. I didn't do anything. I didn't even talk to her that there, right? night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so like, it ended up nothing happening. Nothing happened. Yeah, but like, yeah. she she was like, "I'm gonna sue the club," you know? Damn. Like he drugged. Oh my god! First I can't of all, they just throw shit like that around now. Yeah, it, you it, could get someone in prison for life for that. Yeah, you know? like and, and really deep shit for that. So so yeah, that, that's happened. But uh, also, I fights. I haven't seen. I've seen guys argue like war. I've never seen like a fist fight. Mm. Um. I've seen one time. <laughs> this is a funny story. <laughs> Tell us, this, bro. <laughs> this black guy. Okay. All right. And you know, I don't know if you got not to be messed up. Not no, you're good. You're black, good. Not at all. Black guys. Some of them tend to be really like, really com- overly confident, right? Like mm-hmm. I can do whatever. Right. Well, yeah. I'm getting this club, whatever. So he's there. Now, to his to his credit, he was with his girlfriend, right? And his girlfriend mm-hmm. was with all her friends, and she was an Asian girl and had like a bunch of white girls with her. Okay. Ooh, Asian girls. And, um, the doorman. 
lets all the girls in, and the promoter, who's who they're all with, stops the guy at the door. Like, all right, you stop right there. I was gonna ask you if that's ever happened. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then and then he's like, he's like, that's my girl, bro. Like, like, let that's me in. Girl. Of course, yeah. yeah. And I was right there behind him, like watching. And he's like, he's like, hang on, just stand right here, one moment, whatever. He's like, no, 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 get me in. That's my girlfriend. Why are you not letting me in? Blah blah. blah. He's like going back and forth, and he's like, the doorman's like step back because you try to step in he's like step back and the security is like dude step back right out and then he turns out like do you know who i am to the to the doorman and the doorman's like do you know who i am yeah and the doorman i know the doorman's name is anil the, the same guy he he basically has access to every major nightclub in, in la even though oh, he works wow. at this one so he's basically saying do you know who i am like i could get you banned from this club right now he could yeah. you could tell him this guy get his picture don't ever if he ever comes out he's off yeah they go back and forth and he's like get his girl he's like and his and his girl and he's like, Who, which one's your girl? This was this is the funny part. <laughs> he's no. like, he's like, grab his girlfriend. The doorman tells the security, grab his girlfriend and bring them both out because he wants his girlfriend. And he's like, no, 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 forget that. Just let me in. Basically, he's saying he's getting frustrated that he's gonna bring his girl out. It's gonna be a whole thing. And he ended up getting in. I don't. I kind of walked away. I don't remember how like what he said, what he did, if, he, if they charged him or whatever. But he ended up walking because I saw him later in the club. But. Yeah, like I, I've seen stuff like that. <laughs> That's crazy. I was gonna ask you, like, have you ever seen like a guy just come with a bunch of good-looking girls and then like, all right, buddy, you can go. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, that's the only like. Usually, I've never seen like a guy get denied because of the. I think the doorman thought that he wasn't with that group. Was trying to just like sneak, to sneak in. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then oh. I later confirmed, like, okay, he's with them, and he's the only. He was the only guy, so I was like, yeah. I mean, as a guy, that I feel like that's just so embarrassing. Like, you don't want to get. Did done like that, like yeah, you know. Yeah, I kind of felt like his girlfriend was like looking at him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that's fucked damn. up. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's fucked up, bro. That's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. Like, but, damn, bro, that's my girl. <laughs> Trying to get in there. Yeah. That's crazy. But, like the worst thing you can do is like make it worse. You know what I mean? Like the worst thing you can do is start start arguing with the guy that controls the nightclub. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like There's the worst a, thing you could do. Yeah. And, and I was like, that'll get you in trouble. I was about to be like, dude, imagine his girl just walks away. I thought she was. <laughs> <laughs> like, like his girl ends up with the club was like a little bit more down. She's like, I, I don't need to know get elevator to like it's the rooftop club. Oh, so I was like, I thought she was about to walk away, and he's about to be stuck right there. I was like, oh, this food's about to like just run in there. Like. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, bro. But um, what's it called? Uh, yeah. So you're doing your nightclub stuff. Yeah, it's only one aspect, right? Yeah, you're doing know. your nightclub stuff, bro. And and I see that you're into oh, right. like flying helicopters. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you start Bad doing ass. that before the nightclubs or after? Uh, before, before, before. Yeah, yeah. When when did you start? When did you realize I that you started that? To, uh, to get into like, flying like march of this year so so i'm i'm, I'm like if you want you want the whole story like the whole backstory to yeah it? tell yes. us we got time, well, what got you into it yeah, why yes. what makes you yeah, yeah. you know love it i just so don't want to like to like give you, uh, if you guys oh he's talking too much right? no 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 that's no, what no, you're here no, for no. bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so i this goes way back to let's take it back to 20, 2020 okay or let's take it back to 2000 yeah 2020 so i was going to el camino college yeah uh, from 2019, the year we graduated uh, high school, so the fall all the way up until March 2020 when COVID hit and all classes went online. I was going to school. I was going to get my uh, G or, or what is it called? The, uh, AA. AA, yeah, just in regular, and then I, I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah, that's how um, I am. <laughs> and classes moved online. I was like, I'm not going to do this. Screw this. I'm not going to do online. And by the way, can we cuss on this? Yeah, yeah you're good. Yes. Yeah. yeah, all right. Uh, for kids. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not gonna do this shit. Screw this, this, this uh, online. Because I know myself. I was like, if if the class is real, I know I'm not gonna show up. You're just giving yourself a reason. Yeah, it's like it's, like, it's just yeah. wasting my money at that point. Of course. Yeah. So I, I basically dropped out. I, I did drop out. 
um, I dropped out and I wasn't doing anything. And you know, everything was shut down at the point. A lot of people were losing their jobs, yada, yada, whatever. I wasn't doing anything for like a solid three months, dude. Like just sitting at home playing video games. I was like, what am I doing in my life? You know? Yeah. Um, and I started working. I don't know if you guys seen my older, older Instagram stories. I would go out to the ports and the ships. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Uh-huh. So um, I started working with my cousin. I think you know him. His name yeah. is Amir. Yeah, I remember him. Yeah. We, have, we have a good story with him, don't we? You remember? Yeah. The, at the mall? We'll, we'll tell it later, but yeah. go for it, bro. You got to remind <laughs> me, though, but I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so he his job was he used to do ship inspections at the port of L.A., Long Beach, and sometimes Oakland. Okay. So he, he would... Uh, Everyone thought he was a longshoreman. No, he wasn't a longshoreman. He would basically go on board the cargo ships and inspect their uh, fuel tanks, their fueling process, and take a fuel sample and send it off to a lab to analyze it. Because they're taking, or if they're, let's say they're discharging oil, like a crude oil ship, he would go on board and uh, basically survey the transfer and then do an Excel sheet. So he started. He was doing a ship inspection. That doesn't sound too bad. Yeah. So I, I he got me into that and I started working with him and. And then I started, I met another guy who did that and I started working with him too. I was working with both of them. And then my cousin Amir's work kind of slowed down and I just started working with this guy mainly, this guy who's based out of uh, Oakland, but he had ships down here at LA Long Beach and he's like, hey, I need you to do it for me. So I started doing it. I started working for him and he used to, start, he used to pay me under, under a 1099 contract. Yeah. I was making good money. I was making like $500 each ship. Wow. Wait, uh, so you were self, self, you're self-employed at that time, right? Basically, I was self-employed. Yeah. Wait, yeah. so how, how does that self-employment work? Like, are you getting paid for... I like was getting how? paid uh, under as a subcontractor yeah, basically, yeah. but I was getting paid for each ship or each inspection I did okay, on, on okay. a ship. Okay. So per ship, and he Got was it. giving me like four or five ships a week. Okay, okay. I yeah, was busy I was in the summer of two thousand twenty. Like, right. Busy, dude. That's all I did. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. This is cool. Um, I was making decent money, and he sometimes sent me to Oakland, pay for the flight, whatever. Only thing I didn't like about that job was the, the I'd get paid so late. Like the payments, like I'd be, mm. be getting paid thirty days, sometimes forty days after oh, I do the shit. job, and I have yeah. to like make an Excel sheet on my own to like track each payment and send it to him. And he's like, "They're not sending me the money. I'm waiting for the main the company to send me, and then I got you." Blah blah. blah. I'm like, "All right, cool." Damn. Yeah. So, uh, I was doing that though. I was doing that all summer 2020. So, I, like when most people were sitting at home, I was, that's what I was doing. I ended up actually doing something. Uh, and like I said, I was making decent money, but I was like, I know that's not what I want to do. It's it's work to 3 4 a.m in the morning sometimes and then going back to work again sometimes at like 10 in the morning because it's like it's like not a set schedule it's like whenever there's a job that comes up there's you gotta go there. you know mm-hmm. and then um yeah i was doing that and then like i was like i need to find a job in my mind i was like being in, in maritime and working at the ship supports i was like oh i want to do the, the tugboat captain i don't know if you guys know what tugboats are mm-hmm. yeah yeah, it's yeah. Like the, sh- the, the smaller boats that bring in and guiding oh, okay. ships. I was like, oh, that's what I want to do. I want to go like drive those. And I, and I learned a little bit about it. I was like, oh, that's that's yeah. You brought it up. That's, that's what's up. Okay. Uh, I was like, yeah, I want I want to do like ship assist tugboating because I knew they make good money and I, and I was in the industry and to talk to a few guys. Yeah. I was like, that'd be a cool job, uh, to do. So I learned a little about the school and everything, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna do this. And then I, and then I was like, my, my mindset was like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna work. F- for another like year or so, save up money and and go to the U.S. Navy. Oh wow! This is what I wanted to do. Okay. Right. And I was like, I'm gonna go to the U.S. Navy. I'm gonna go for four years, and they're gonna pay for my tugboat school. Yeah. It's like a two-year school up in Seattle that I found. It's like uh-huh. a trade school, pretty much. Okay. And you learn how to drive those boats, and they can make really good money as a captain on those. Like it's a six-figure paying job. 
That's awesome. It's something that I found cool and interesting at the time. But anyways, uh, I, then I started working. I started. I continued doing the shipment inspection as like a contractor, but then I started working at the airport. My job at the airport was I was like a ground crew guy. Okay. Maybe you want to pull this up, like the guys that marshal in the planes. Okay, yeah. 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 So we have okay. a, we have a guy that does that, right? Your yeah, friend. we have yeah, a friend. My neighbor. Yeah, your, your neighbor. But were you? Who were you with? I was with a company called Menzies Aviation. Menzies Aviation. <laughs> they were. They were. Uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. But they were. They were. We were at first. I started doing cargo planes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like like. Um, so basically, it was like a foreign cargo planes, not like FedEx, UPS. Well, we did UPS, but we did like uh, Air China cargo, mm. Qatar cargo. They would bring like cargo from all over the world, these huge pallets. We'd uh, load and unload the plane and then obviously marshal it, tow it, all that stuff. So I was doing that while I was doing that. And I was like, I kind of started getting into aviation at that time. And I literally only did that job because that job, the other job I was doing, the, sh- the, sh- the ship uh, inspection wasn't consistent like pay, right? Right. Or, or like it was late and I was like, dude, I can't really, you know. And I was yeah, still living yeah. with my parents at the time. So I did that with them, and then eventually, uh, I moved into doing passenger planes when when it started to pick up again. Because it was still like during COVID and people weren't flying. When it started to pick up again, I moved to the passenger side. Just it was a little easier. And then that's when I moved out of my parents' house, mm-hmm. and this was like January of last year. So literally one year ago. Okay. I moved out. I had an apartment with my roommate of mine. He was actually a friend. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember a guy from high school. His name was uh, George Ortiz. George Ortiz. Yeah, I remember Ortiz. I think he Uh, was brothers with. I don't know if you guys know. He was that the cross country runner. He's like the fastest guy. What was his brother's name? Armando Ortiz. Armando. Oh, I think I remember Armando. I think Armando sounds more familiar. Senior when we were seniors, or yeah, yeah, he was the same grade as us. Okay, but and his brother was the same grade as us too. I knew his brother from from San Pedro High, and I asked him and a few a bunch of other people I knew, "Hey, do you?" And I, I didn't want to be roommates with a random random person. Yeah, I wanted to be with someone not, at least yeah. I knew, even if I wasn't like close friends with them. Someone that, you know, I actually considered hitting up Patrick, but I didn't do it. Yeah. But anyways, uh, he's like, "Hey, my brother George and Armando." He's like, "My brother, who's a little older than us, he's like, I think he's like 27, 28. Yeah. I was looking for a roommate. Anyways, long story short, me and him end up becoming roommates. We move into a a. Uh, apartment here in Torrance and I was still working at the airport and still sometimes doing a ship job but then like um I started working and I, my whole goal was to okay I'm gonna I'm about to go to the navy I'm about to go to the navy I'm about, yeah. to, go to, the navy. I'm about to like quit the job and go to the navy they're gonna pay for everything then I got transferred from LAX airport where I was working mm-hmm. to John Wayne airport in Orange County nice okay and I got transferred to the private jet division yeah. okay so I started working with private jets now, doing the same thing, like marshalling them in, fueling them, all that, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. The bullshit work. No. <laughs> would you say, <laughs> would you say a transfer work, was like a promotion, or it was just uh, like? No, nah, I mean, lateral. I just, just kind of wanted to because I was like, oh, I want to be around private. I want to listen. At that time, I was like a little kid in a cane, so I wanted to be around everything, bro. Yeah, of I was like, I want to try this. I want to try You're this. Learning, you know? yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I moved over, and we started working with private jets, um, and. It was a little bit more chiller for me. I liked it, you know, and it was cooler to me. It wasn't yeah. all about like, it, there was more people that were in there because they loved aviation. A lot of the guys that worked with, they, they didn't give two craps about, about planes. Was it a little bit more personal working with like, uh, yeah, private jets, private jets, a little bit yeah. more personal. And I met, I see a few celebrities in, the, in that, in that yeah? line of work. I saw uh, Vanessa Bryant, Kobe Bryant's uh, wife okay. and mm-hmm. their kids. They got off a private jet and she, I actually talked to her like, <laughs> you know, she was Basically. just, she basically gave us a tip for helping him with her luggage. Was That's this awesome. post 
Yeah, yeah. After, after, after. Yeah. yeah, this is way after. This was this year. Oh, wow. In like March or something. Yeah. That's crazy. Tragedy that. Mike Tyson, I seen him. I didn't see him from like close up, but I saw him. You know, get off of that. Yeah. I saw, um, who was the guy? George Lucas. The guy? Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm going to give you more water. Yeah, appreciate Wait, it. Do we have more? Is there more in there? There's no water in here. Um, right. And then, so yeah, yeah. I started working with private jets. And then at the time, I was like, oh, I'm still going to go to the Navy, whatever. And then I met some guys that were working in the, uh, and, oh, on my whole mindset shift was now like, okay, what I want to do now, I want to fly helicopters or planes. Mm-hmm. So this is when I was kind of starting to think like, in my mind, like, oh, I don't really like tugboats anymore. I want to do this. I want to become a pilot. Yes. Yeah. So I made that decision that I want to become a pilot, but I haven't started anything yet. And I was like, I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to still do the whole plan of, of go to the Navy, get out, do four years in the Navy. Instead of paying for, instead of going to tugboat school, I'll go to flight school and they'll pay for it. They'll pay for anything, right? They'll pay for college yeah. or whatever. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And I actually met four guys that were, two of them were in the Marines, two of them were in the Navy mm-hmm. that worked at this private jet place that I worked at in Orange County. And they're like, dude, they're not going to pay for shit. <laughs> they yeah. straight up told me that. Wow, and they're like they're like, they'll pay for your for your schooling if you go to a four year university. Oh, they're not a trade school. But if you go to a trade school, flight school, it's very very hard to get the VA to fund that. And I did a little bit more research on this. I asked a couple more people. I actually went and talked to a recruiter. All this, and it ended up being true. I was like, damn, that sucks. You know, like like you can't you can't you can't actually they're not gonna pay for it. So I was like I was like, and flight school ain't cheap. Yeah. Is that that type was well. Flight school is expensive. If you want to get fully rated. As a helicopter pilot or, or a multi-engine jet pilot, it's gonna be around like eight, eighty to ninety k. Yeah. Wow. Damn. That's crazy. So, I was like, they're it's not gonna nice. pay for yeah. it, dude. What am I gonna do? Uh, so I was like, I gotta start hustling and just like saving money, dude. And that's but I started now. I had started flight school. I had a little money saved. Mm-hmm. I started flying helicopters. I went to helicopter. At first, I was like, oh, I wanna be a helicopter pilot. I want to be a line pilot, like flying to offshore oil rigs and so helicopters. Can I, can I ask, like, what what made you fly helicopters? Because I've heard a lot that helicopters are a lot harder to fly. They, they are. They are. Yeah, I've heard that like uh, pilots that don't get accepted for jets go to go to helicopter school, like in the Navy or in the Air Force. Maybe that's I haven't heard that, but that's probably true. Well, yeah. helicopters are harder to fly than planes, yeah. to the simple fact that helicopters aren't designed to fly. Right. That the pilot has to force it to fly. Yeah. yeah. A plane is absolutely designed to fly a plane's engine can fail and it's still like gliding yeah. the helicopter basically if its engine fails it's it's falling like a rock mm-hmm. yeah right <laughs> so it's crazy bro that's scary yeah well i decided to fly helicopters just because wow. i mm-hmm. still my whole thing was i still wanted something like different mm-hmm. um and and what i was doing was i was just looking around i was like oh you know to me helicopters were way cooler i, th- I thought the money was better but then i, I started working in aviation and well, I want to like kind of backtrack. So I started helicopter flight school, Perfect. and I was doing it, and I was I had some money, a little bit of money saved. So I was just using my savings at that time, mm-hmm. and it was like early this year, and I was just going to my my flight school's right here in Long Beach, Long Beach Airport, mm-hmm. uh, with a helicopter company called Antheleon Helicopters, and we're flying the R twenty twos, the little okay. two seater ones. That's what yep. you start out in. It's like flying those Cessnas, mm-hmm. um, but I started in that. And I was like, I want to be a helicopter pilot. I want to go either fly like firefighting or EMS or the police or that's awesome. Yeah, yeah something, something like that, you know, or like even the there's helicopter pilots I do like they they fix power lines and stuff. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, and inspect power patrols. But then just being in aviation, just being around uh, pilots and and um, then getting back, then getting into the club scene. Yeah, I was like, dude, to be a helicopter pilot to get to that bigger 
like higher paying jobs like EMS, firefighting. You need so many damn flight hours, you so much experience, experience, and you need to be doing it for years. Right? For years, just to get to like yeah. 100k to 120k, you're like, I don't want to do that. Wow. So like, I don't want to be like 45, 50, <laughs> flying. You know, yeah, just just getting my ba- barely my. Just, I was like, yeah. I love aviation. So midway through helicopter flight training, I was like, no, what what can I do in aviation that's like that's like really cool still. Mm-hmm. That can make good money, and what I really wanted to do, I wanted to travel. You can't really, you could still travel as a helicopter pilot, but not as much obviously as an airplane pilot. I wanted to yeah. travel like and have fun traveling, right. just yeah. work. Mm-hmm. And being in the club scene and seeing like these more affluent people, I was like, oh, I want to be a private jet pilot now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I still to this day, that's what I want. My main goal is. Yeah. So, so I started flying helicopters. Uh, I'm almost getting get my private 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 pilot license in helicopters. I'm almost done with that. That's awesome. Uh, but what I'm basically gonna do is. The reason I didn't just quit it, I was like, okay, I don't want to just like, I'm already almost done with it. Not, I might as well at least get the private helicopters and then go to a flight academy for fixed wing, which is planes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to take a loan out. It's like 80K or actually it's going to be like 70K because it's already coming with one license. Wow. So if I come up with a helicopter pilot's license, I basically all I need to get is an add-on mm-hmm. for the airplane, which is because like the, the ground portion, the radio calls, yeah. the the... the the what's it called like the the flying in like foggy weather it's all the same the only main difference between plane and helicopter is the actual controls right so you basically just have to learn how to fly different like you know aircraft but everything else is the same so that's why you don't need as much hours if you come with one license versus the other you know yeah so yeah that's what my plan is at least finish that which i'm going to finish with the next two three months the helicopter private and then and then go to a flight academy in long beach airport called atp flight school okay it's like a nine-month program they'll put you in it they'll get you from literally zero to multi-engine, commercial-rated, ready-to-fly jets in nine months. Wow. But it's like five days a week, full-time, and it's going to cost like around 70 to 80K, but I'm going to take the loan out, and I'll, I'll do it. And then and then they actually hook you up with airlines uh, and even like private jet charter companies mm-hmm. to basically, you can basically get employed through them. Mm-hmm. So they'll hook you up with a job after you get your uh, hours and stuff. Okay, that's, that's cool. Sick. Just uh, kind of a personal question. Yeah, How would you say... Um, your parents feel about it about you because uh, i'm only asking because i know it's kind of a dangerous line of work yeah. you know it can so be yeah, yeah. I, I just want to know like what how your family feels about dangerous? that I, I mean yeah it can be no i mean i mean there's always a risk when you're flying whatever it is planes helicopters always a risk um i do think planes are safer than helicopters there's obviously less plane crashes Helico- there's helicopter crashes that probably happen every month yeah. yeah but you're not gonna see a plane crash every month no well uh, yeah Maybe like maybe like a small aircraft. Yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what the number one reason why helicopters and planes crash. It's not mechanical issues. It's always almost like ninety percent of the time it's pilot air. Pilot air. Yeah. Pilot mm-hmm. air. Um, and weather, weather too, like fog. Fog can kill pilots. That's what happened yeah. with Kobe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and there's ways you can still fly in fog and stuff. But my parents, I think, I think my dad's always been into aviation. Like he's always liked it. He's never like had a job or anything in it. But he's really so he's fascinated. My mom, she, she's, she's. She's just saying, oh, it's going to be really hard. Like, like they're not going to let anybody be a pilot. But, you know, she looks at it like the stereotype. There's a lot of older pilots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But now there's a big pilot shortage, actually. Yeah, that's what I've heard, yeah. Both planes and helicopters. Mm-hmm. But the reason I continue to finish the helicopter pilot license, since I, my decision was to go into the corporate aircraft, uh, corporate aviation versus uh, cargo planes or passenger planes, mm-hmm. is if you go into corporate aviation flying private jets for celebrities, uh, businessmen, executives, whether it's 135 or 91, which the difference between that is basically part 91 means you're flying for a private aircraft, like somebody who actually owns the plane, whether it's a person or a company that owns their own plane, or part 135 is like a charter company 
which mm-hmm. is where you're like somebody comes and rents the aircraft. Okay. Uh, e- either one, a lot of those those companies, uh, they have helicopters because a lot of rich people also fly helicopters, right? Yeah. Fly in helicopters to for short distance. So it's like if you're coming in as a dual rated pilot, which is what I will be, because I'm gonna get the helicopter and then the uh, the uh, fixed wing. That's very rare. That's very like I think it's like less than two percent of pilots are dual rated. I know how to fly oh, both wow. a plane and a helicopter. So it's a, it's an advantage. Like okay, my main gr- career job I want to do is private jets now, but I can still have the <clears throat> the add on for a helicopter because I already started in it, and I could always have something something bad to have, you know. Of course. And you, you said you said <clears throat> that um, like straight out of like the it's like a it's like a course or like more of a school. It's like a trade school. Okay, it's, it's like, like a, tra- a trade school. It's, it's called a flight school, but it's like a trade school, and you don't need a degree. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, to become some airlines require it, but. In the corporate aviation world where I'm going, private jets never needed a degree. Yeah, it's more about connections yeah. and uh, your experience and your uh, level of how you can fly a plane. They don't care about your degree. So yeah. do you? So do you have like a uh, your private license for for helicopters? Almost two months. Almost about two to three months. After I'll be that, you're thinking it. about getting your. Well, I'm gonna for sure after that swing. go get a loan and get my go to the ATP flight school and, and finish in like nine months my, my fixed my okay. fixed wing. And, and you said you said um, that right out of school. You're able to get a job, like they'll put you with the job. This this flight school I'm going to, mm-hmm. they work with different airlines and private yeah. jet charter companies, and they call it the airline or like or like job work partnership program. So you if you go in and you do the nine months of like the academy and you get your ratings, yeah, uh, and all your licenses, you're guaranteed like an interview with one of those companies. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really good because like surely like since like there's pilots. Like pilots are, in, are more in demand right now, right? <clears throat> so, yes. Because I've heard <clears throat> that, like, um, like with mm-hmm. like, let's say you're like a lawyer, like you become a lawyer, mm-hmm. or you become somebody that knows how to code, and you're straight, you're you're fresh out of college. It's super easy for you to get a job because right. they're very like they're very high value. Um, like the like the people that hire you, like it's like um. The, the, there's just a lot of demand for that so you right. can get hired right off the bat versus like if you do something that everybody else knows how to do it's kind of um you you kind of spend a few months trying to find a job but but what's really cool about that is that straight out of your school you can kind of have your you know like a you could put your foot in the door with either an, a company or an interview or something right like that. exactly and that's why i chose them because one you can go and, and get it to like another school but if you don't want to do an accelerated program, it might take you, you know, two three years to get all that ratings. I wanted to do it as quick as possible. Yeah, of course. Um, and I was like, I don't care if I take the loan out. You'll make it back. You'll, you'll make, make you'll back. make very good money as a pilot and even a private jet pilot. And my goal is to fly Gulfstreams, Gulfstream G five fifties or G six fifties. Might want to bring that yeah. up. Those are, those are cool jets. That's the that's the ones that Elon Musk has. You said G five fifty. Yeah, Gulfstream G five fifty. Gulfstream G five fifty. You know that you know that song. It's like an old song. It goes like feeling fly like a G six. Gold oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. are fucking nice, dude. Yeah. Oh, those are. Yeah. Wow, I like those aviation are really nice a lot too, but um, yeah, they're, they're beautiful planes. And, and so, what like what made you get into <clears throat> what, what made you choose the uh, ATP besides like a private school? Just because they have the accelerated program and mm-hmm. they they work with multiple different airlines and private jet charter companies and assist you in job finding a job and they even guarantee you an interview. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's worth something yeah yeah definitely so you said you plan on taking out a loan right yes i mean it's uh, to save up 80k dude no yeah that's uh how much like that would take a long time where 
so you're just going to i'm just getting I'm, I'm it's to, through the school it, it's oh, okay it's, 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 school. it's and it's not like a student loan like a government funded yeah. it's, it's a private loan okay and you know they have competitive interest rates i have good credit thankfully so does my dad That's so cool. if he needs to get co-sign but wow it's like to me it's like taking on another like car loan like yeah. if you, you people go spend 80 can a car i'm gonna spend it on you know flight training in school yeah it's an investment right yeah, and that's why I'm trying to get into nightclub security because, like I said, that school is full time, five days a week. So I can't have a regular nine to five day job when I do that. On weekends and so I need to work on weekends, and I was like, "What can I do?" That's why I'm trying to do nightclub security so I could do that on the weekends and it pays still good. Kind of like stop the promoting promoting for a little bit if it happens here and there, I'll do it. But something like it actually be more steady money. Yeah, and then the weekdays just do that, and then uh, the f- the first job you're probably gonna get is a flight instructor. Just because like aviation is kind of weird, you need you need to like, let's say you get your multi-engine rated license, right? Yeah. You're gonna have like two hundred or three hundred fifty flight hours. Mm-hmm. If you know somebody and you're really really well connected, they can probably get you a, a jet job. Uh, definitely not an airline job because the FAA mandates that you have minimum fifteen hundred hours. Wow. To fly like uh, for like Southwest or any any airline. Fifteen hundred. But uh, private wow. jets. There's leeway, right? Like, let's say you own a jet and you want to hire me as your pilot. You could hire me at 300 hours, but your insurance is going to go a lot because I'm a new right. pilot. Newer driver. Or yeah, pilot. Yeah. yeah, my bad. But people will do it, you know, because they trust that person versus like, you know what I mean? They know that person, whatever. But um, you just become a flight instructor. You build your hours, make the connections. And good thing is with, I also chose, the reason why I chose planes versus helicopters, a lot of helicopters are single pilot jobs. Mm-hmm. So, so, so it's, it's it's a pilot in command always is it's one pilot but versus like jets like these there's always uh two pilots yeah okay. so the pilot in command needs to have the actual lot of hours but you can get a, a co- co-pilot right seat first officer job with lower hours and you'll still meet the minimums for insurance because you're not your sic is second in command versus a pilot in command and then once you get the hours in that you can move to the left seat okay. so so you could still accrue <clears throat> Hours the same way as a as a right seat driver. Or would yeah, it, yeah, you can, yeah. you can. Yeah. But as a as a second in command, not pilot in command. Yeah, right. So, question: Like, there are some private jets that only require one pilot, right? I think very small. Like, like, I think a it's few like jets, it's, right? Um, I believe it's like with what goes by weight, weight okay. or passengers. Oh, okay. But um, most private jets have two pilots. Oh uh, yeah. Even the small ones, like the ones that right. have like five passengers, they have they have they have a citation or something like that. Like a citation, yeah, they have yeah. two pilots. Mm-hmm. Um, something like a Gulfstream. Some yeah. if they're flying internationally, they sometimes have three pilots. Okay, like a stand. Yeah, because like they need to rest and stuff because they're flying sixteen hours. Okay. Yeah. These jets, these Gulfstreams, like this, yeah. have the same range as like an Airbus A three eighty. Really? Okay. Yeah. And you guys fly like forty five thousand. Yeah, forty five thousand feet. Yeah. They're very quick. They're very luxurious. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're they're beautiful, super beautiful. Have you flown in one? Not in. I've been in one. I've never flown in one. How oh, I'd like to. How liable are you held if? Is there some type of insurance you need to have when you fly one, or how does that work? As a pilot, yeah. Company like. I mean, no, the company you work for, or the or the person you you're flying for, or whatever. Okay. And usually, a person that owns do their they, own private jet doesn't have it under their own name. They have it under their company name or something. Right. So, mm-hmm. do, would they take on the liability then? As a pilot, well, yeah, they have you. They have, they're paying for the insurance. You're yeah. not paying for anything as a okay, pilot. You're okay. getting paid right. a six-figure salary just to fly them around and yeah. go wherever they're going and hang yeah. out with them there, wherever they're, you know. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is, as a private jet pilot, you kind of are on standby. Yeah, right? of course. Yeah, and yeah. every major corporation you can think of has a private jet. Like their executives are not flying fucking Delta right. or Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, what would you say is more, uh, I guess, demanding as standby? Would you say a 
a charter or kind of just an assigned to to one well you, you, if you're do if you're, you're a charter, not, yeah. if you're a charter pilot you have a more set schedule okay if you're a part 91 private aircraft for a company or a person you're more on standby yeah like say drake calls you yeah you, you, at 5 a.m you got to be there right yeah well I mean like yeah let's say like usually like what i might have heard I've, t- I've talked to pilots like they'll get um a week notice sometimes but okay you might have that asshole owner who's like hey i need to get the plane ready 5 a.m tomorrow we're going to hawaii wow. andrew tate the top g yeah <laughs> and you have to get the it ready jet. you know yeah and another thing is like <laughs> when i was working at the uh fbo over there in orange county with the private jets i spoke to this one pilot there were gulfstream g4 two gulfstream g4 divisions a young guy and kind of like a middle-aged 45 year old dude <clears throat> they they flew for this billionaire real estate developer mm-hmm. who had a he was an older guy old old guy but he wasn't famous or nothing and he uh he he flew he flew for him and he had the he had his own Gulfstream like that under his company development company name. Yeah. And these pilots, dude, they were living like the dream life. Like they were getting both paid on salary, like six figures. Like the captain was making like two hundred K a year and the first officer, the co pilot was making like hundred fifty K a year. Wow. Uh flying this guy all over the world. And mm. like I asked him like, Where are you guys going today? He's like, Oh, we're going to Hawaii from Aunt John Wayne. Yeah. Uh, just we're taking the owner on vacation there. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And in our mind, like, what do you think he's doing with him in, in Hawaii? You really think the pilots are sitting there just in the hotel? No, like yeah. he's out there partying with this guy yeah. or yeah, whatever like, he's doing. Another question, like the pilots when they fly <laughs> these guys around, like they don't just like go in another job. Like, yeah, they no. wait that like they're on like the call for like the guy to fly them flying back. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, exactly. Like, yeah. So, so like, the, they're no, staying at the hotel. Exactly. And they're all paid for. You know, and, and like like even even Drake said I don't know if you know the song Forever he's like I know G four pilots on a first, on a name, first base. name basis yeah. yeah that's a flex right that's yeah. like yeah that's like so you assume they're all like pretty close friends right like the pilots and yeah like the usually private jet pilots are are very pretty close with their owners of the jets yeah. it's and a more personal job yeah than like so, a, so would you say you could be there like say you have to fly to Hawaii you'd be there for like month a month at a time and stuff? well it depends how long you want to depends be there. how long they want to be there mm-hmm. and you're paid a salary right so you're even getting paid when you're not flying yeah yeah yeah. You're basically getting paid to stand by, you know, and it's 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 cool, you know. And I basically wanted to do it. another reason why I wanted to do it is private jets. You make good connections with a, a lot of wealthy people. For course, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you're flying, yeah. if you're flying with a private jet for somebody, then yeah, and you could even, even if you're flying executives around, you know, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. Um, that sounds really great. Yeah, honestly, that's the that's the new G800 Gulfstream came out with. It's beautiful. They say that they're coming out just like iPhones, and these bro. Jets, like, really? Um, yeah, they yeah. started with the G2, then the G3, have, G4, G5, G6, G7, <laughs> now the G8. Yeah. yeah. Looking like jets, Iron Man over here. They have glass cockpits, right? Yeah. And so, oh my God. Well, actually, I don't know. It might be like a really... It might like, not be. It might like be a computer, plastic, right? Like a really hard... I don't know what that material is called. Yeah. Like that hard plastic. Uh, but like, yeah. So the, the range on these jets are... Dude, they're crazy. Like, they'll fly... Bring up bring up uh, Airbus A380. Show that plane. Yeah, of course. I just want people people to see what that plane looks like. Plane in the world. Yeah, it's, it's a huge plane, yeah. It's that Gulfstream you just saw will go the same distance as this plane. That's wow. crazy. Yeah, but I mean, you can you can imagine that at, at forty five thousand feet, you're barely burning any fuel, right? Like, yeah, but I think I don't know how they do it. It's like this. Look at this plane is humongous, dude. Yeah, it's, it's a, a, it's a two story yeah. plane, Full right? Two stories. Yeah. Four engines, probably holds like. Two hundred thousand pounds yeah. of jet fuel. Yeah, and these are going out of business. I think, like, not really, but like the A three fifties are like kind of taking A three eighties. Oh, A three fifties taking over for the A three. Yeah, yeah. Like two, it's because it's because they're not economically. Right. The, the airlines are losing money flying them. Yeah, but they're so nice. Like they got the like, like uh, they got planes, showers right? in there for the rich people. Yeah. And oh, well, I mean, like full bed. If you're gonna so. fly to Dubai, yeah, you can fly on that. Like, like let's say you want to go to Dubai right now. Yeah. 
with Emirates, you you'll probably fly out of that plane in LAX. It, I think a regular like economy class ticket on that is like to Dubai is like six seven hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. So where does um you were saying how many like forty seven hundred miles? That's how much they fly, or no? Pull up the range on, on a Goldstream G five fifty. It's like it's like eight thousand something miles or eight thousand miles. The G six fifty ER extended range that one's like really long, seventy five hundred nautical miles. Yeah, nautical miles. So how far over, how over far the year? Would that get you? Like from that's here? like from LA to like huge. I think like the Middle East. Yeah, oh, wow, that's, that's big. <laughs> that's huge. That's crazy. And how how much time would that take? Like uh, it's like about ten hours? like a ten to fifteen hour flight. Yeah, I'll say like sixteen. I was gonna yeah. say 16. ten to fifteen hours. I mean, they're fast at forty five thousand feet. You're yeah, and they're and they're a little fat. They're a little faster than like and commercial I mean, jets. Yeah, yes. for sure. Yeah, and I mean, you get you get cleared above commercial jets, right? So there's no traffic. Like, depends, depends. 000? But like, know. they they can climb up to forty five thousand feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I'm guessing you're not. You don't have a lot of like um air up there. You know, there's yeah, like no, not they, too they, much. they pressurize the cabins. Yeah, yeah. It's like a regular jet, and then like obviously the pilots aren't hand flying it the all sixty course, hours. They have autopilot. Yeah. yeah, and they're just chilling like after <sighs> ten thousand feet until they land. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's cr- that's awesome, dude. Yeah, that's, that's really pretty cool. sick. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. And they can fly into instrument conditions, fog, rain, all that stuff. Yeah. Do you have any time in uh, like any? I don't have time. I've been in a fixed wing. But I have. I don't have time in a fixed wing yet. I mean, you could count like. So you have you done like um, any like uh, what are they called like um, flights like um, what do they call like experimental flights or like? Um, um I no, I haven't done that yet. Okay, yeah. But like, I, I know step? that if I get my helicopter pilot's on this, the. the Fixed wing will be a lot easier. Yeah, of Hell course. Yeah. Yeah, so, wait, you're, sure. you're, so you're, I know you're flying like helicopters right now. Have mm-hmm. has there ever been a time where you felt like you were in danger while flying, or no? No. No. no usually, I mean, you kind of do you pick. I'm always your days, with an instructor, right? You pick yeah. your days when you want to go flying and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Like I, I with this school, I like make my schedule. But with that yeah, school, yeah. it's like a strict. Just because you want to finish everything in nine months, so right. it's like really strict. And then they'll come. I'm almost about a solo. I actually got my okay. student solo oh, yeah. certificate from wow. the FAA. So I'm about to actually do my solo flights where I'm going to fly with no instructor because I'm at that stage now. When is that going to be? Probably within this month. Cool, yeah. That's awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. You're going to have to take us on a ride, bro. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I definitely will. Awesome. You guys pay for the uh, the fuel. <laughs> okay. How much is fuel, by the way? Um, How so, is that? So like the, pl- the, the, or the helicopters I fly and the planes that I'm going to fly yeah. starting out, they're piston engines. Okay. So they they take av gas. They don't take jet fuel. It's like it's like a hundred low. It's basically gasoline, but for like a hundred low lead, hundred octane gasoline. Okay. Um, that is like I believe like five bucks a gallon. Five dollars a gallon. And then jet fuel's like six a gallon. How how big is the tank? Uh, the helicopter I fly holds like a twenty gallon tank. Twenty gallon tank. Not that bad. It's not that bad. Yeah, we'll pay for it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. <I'm> just... <laughs> and then uh, like we gotta hit a, th- a thousand first. I remember when I used to fuel those Gulf streams, dude. They would take like one one like like fueling. It was like four thousand gallons. Four thousand oh, wow. gallons. Yeah. How long? Did, how long did that take? Like it took fuel? about like 15, 20 minutes. Oh, that's not that okay. bad. I mean they. You know, I mean they're huge. It's yeah, quick. They're yeah. huge. They're Big huge. Nozzles. Yeah, dude, dude, nozzles. that's like the that's like the trucks. P- planes aren't anything. You think planes take a lot of fuel, bro? I used to uh, do ship fuelings. Like, oh. Dude, oh, of course. That w- that thing with like, a, a, a big like, a big container ship that you saw, dude. I got uh, that you would probably take like five thousand tons of fuel, tons, metric 5, tons, tons of heavy fuel oil, bro. I mean, it's it's a lot, and it would take like sometimes ten, twelve hours to fuel that thing. Did you ever Jesus go Christ, on uh, the 1.5 million gallons? Wow. If you want to bring it into gallons, gallons, yeah. 
Wow. The fuel. How much does that cost? Oh my god. In the millions, oh dude. It costs in the millions. Yeah. Dude, ships sure, ships yeah. are way more like of way course, more yeah. operational than a plane, a lot, a lot dude. Bigger, yeah. Who funds that? The companies that own it, like like there's ma- there's many big shipping companies like CMAC, GM, Evergreen. Evergreen. We see those. Uh what else? Maersk, Costco, OCL, yeah. MSC. Navy all, jets all are foreign another, companies. Yeah, Navy jets are another huge thing. Air Force jets. Like the ma- maintenance and the gas that takes to yeah. keep those running are pretty crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's really cool, that, dude. That's the helicopters really cool. and yeah. like a private. How, so, from going to like a single engine um, to plane, a like to a multi engine and to, to, to a jet aircraft, like how long do you think that's going to take? Well, if I do the nine month thing, uh, the nine month program, I'll, right, do, yeah. I'll do my single engine, multi engine, all in that nine months. And then, like, hopefully, mm-hmm. I'm. Th- Within a year, because you got to transfer to jets, jets, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's it's the good thing about, I, I like about planes versus helicopters is yeah. you can transition with no turbine. Turbine basically means flying an actual jet engine aircraft. Mm. You could transition uh, from that to a w- with like no turbine time to to a to a right seat position in like a turboprop plane or a jet. Wow. Because you already have hours in a multi-engine yeah. plane versus helicopters. This is a lot of it is single pilot. You have to like go build your turbine time. You have to build a bunch of like piston time, which is basically instructing in the little bullshit ass R twenty two, R forty four, and uh, then go and maybe get a job flying like tours in Vegas. I don't want to do that, you know. Yeah. And it's like I, I wanted to fly private jets and, and then go. Yeah, around. I respect it, bro. That's the helicopters I fly right now. R twenty two. Damn. That's and awesome, though. I feel like this goes without One saying. of the most dangerous helicopters, actually. Yeah, I've seen a lot of crashes <laughs> in these. Like, actually, it's, because it's, they're it's, very, it's like, are they very, very light? It's very light, and it's just and cheaply built. Right. Yeah. And because of that... The, for the people, right? Like, yeah, it's it's for training. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Versus, like, for example, if you... There's actually, nice actually a course the FAA like mandates you to take if you want to fly. It's called SFAR 73. If you push too forward on the cyclic, yeah. which is, like, the main control in a helicopter... Mm-hmm. Which controls the the rotor the rotor not the blade. It's, like, it's basically the stick in the yeah, like yeah. A fixed wing. Yeah. Basically, if you push that too forward, the rotor blades can tilt and they knock hit? off the tail. Yeah. Oh shit! And that's actually and happened I've and killed pilots. The, yeah, I've seen a lot of those crashes yeah. in training, like pilots in training. It'll happen anytime, like in training, what, tours, whatever. Flying, it can happen, yeah. and just in flight, Damn. it can happen. Yeah. That's why you have to you have to like take that course from so the I FAA to make sure that you don't. That. It's called low G pushover. You don't want to push too forward on it. Versus if you put like an A-star helicopter, which is the helicopter's LAPD and the LA Sheriff's fly, you can push that thing all the way forward and it'll just go. Because it's it, a three-bladed. It, yeah. That's the R-44. Yeah, yeah. see, this he brought probably, it up. This is probably like a simulator, but... Yeah, it's a simulator. You're not... You're not but This is what can happen. You see? You see? But this is what can happen, like... Oh. Just not, see, the, the the main rotor blade oh, knocks the tail. Shit. And if your tail rotor's out, you can't save the helicopter. No. Like, there's nothing you That's can do. The, yeah, you're done. Yeah, you're yeah. done. Yeah, I've seen a lot of these crashes, like a real, uh, real in real life crash where like... This happened. What is what is the procedure in there? If you if you if that happens to you, if you're going you're down, done, what's, you're the, done. what's the procedure? You're there's no procedure. Done, you, you're yeah, done. He said there's, like, there's nothing you can do. You can, nothing like a falling you, rock, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean because I mean, that the, the tail like, rotor is a balance is, is what keeps the helicopter from spinning out of control. Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah. So if that's gone, dude, like yeah. I mean, like there's no like like eject. Yeah, there's no there's no time like you can't like you can't you can't like you can't jump out I mean, with the parachute like if you, you guys, have one yeah you, you guys have parachutes in in the helicopters no or? I don't think so because that's not like you're not going into the in yeah, the flight yeah. thinking like the only thing crash. you could hope for yeah is that it doesn't blow up when it hits the ground which it probably yeah. is though which it probably is yeah. yeah 
Cause and, you, and even if it doesn't blow up, you're gonna get hurt badly. Oh, and for that's sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't say you have a fear of heights then. No, I don't. Because I, I, I that that seems so badass to me. But I have like not like a de- I'm not gonna cry <laughs> if I'm in a plane or anything. But I get I get, li- you, I get, I get nervous. I get shifty before. when yeah, I'm really up high. Yeah. Here's another thing with helicopters. And, there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of room like there's a lot of things that could go wrong. Yeah. Because a helicopter has a lot of moving parts versus an airplane. And for example, if helicopter, the only thing that you can you can actually recover from. Mm-hmm. Is an engine failure right, and that's like the auto stall. Or All auto rotation is what auto they call rotation, it. We, yeah, we're actually rotation. practicing it right now. So it's what it is. Is let's say your engine fails. There's a, a clutch in a helicopter, similar to a clutch in a car. It disconnects mm-hmm. the rotor system to, from the engine, so the engine RPMs will drop, and right. the engine will be done. But yeah. the rotor blades are still spinning. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, eventually they're going to stop too. But it's still the momentum of them spinning. So what you got to do is you got to lower the collective, mm-hmm. which makes them flat pitch. Yeah, it makes well, the nose. It makes the nose. Of the helicopter stay uh, slightly down actually, mm-hmm. and what that does is it keeps the updraft keeping the rotor blade spinning, and you just want to bring it down. Mm-hmm. Basically, you're landing it with the rotor blade spinning, but no engine. Right. So, wow. Yeah. Kind, people, of, kind yeah. of a gliding type of thing. For people, yeah. For people that don't know, collective in a helicopter is like the angle of the of the blades. of the blades, and that what that's what that's the what we call. It's like it looks like a it looks like a handbrake mm-hmm. on a yeah. car. And right. so, like the RPM of a helicopter is like kind of steady <clears throat> during flight. Yes. And so the collective. Is the angle of the blades which makes it go up? Makes and it down. goes up and yeah. down, yeah. So yeah. you lower the collective, it's gonna the helicopter's gonna go down. You right, you, right. you raise it, the helicopter's gonna go up. Yeah, um, that's the only thing you recover from really in a helicopter. Everything else that happens, <laughs> like let's say let's say you're obviously if the tail rotor goes out, you're you're done. If there's a crack in the main rotor, <laughs> holy shit, there's, there's not much else you can recover from. You could probably also recover from like. Uh, like let's say let's say the clutch light goes on. The clutch, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can you can just land the helicopter. Something like yeah. Yeah, but a plane. There's a lot more room. Like a plane, course, you can have yeah, like one you wing have, you off. Have lot, you yeah, have a lot more <laughs> yeah, time, right? Like, yeah. Well, well also more, yes, you have a lot more time. You have more time because with a helicopter, if if you don't notice the engines fail, you're done you're within dead. like wow 1.5 seconds. If you don't lower that collective, wow. yeah, because I mean wow. you're not that far from the ground, right? You're not that far crazy. from the ground. Well, I mean, it depends. You could be anywhere from 500 to 2,000 feet. Yeah. Wow. I mean, compared to feet, yeah, compared to a yeah, compared to a plane that goes you know 35,000 feet, yeah, it's really nothing, right? You know, yeah, it's nothing. That's crazy. Yeah, that's one point five seconds. <laughs> that's why. That's why as a helicopter, they're always teaching you look at your rotor RPMs, listen, and that's listen why, for the engine. And that's why, yeah, and that's why, like, I've, I've been like, I've heard a lot of stuff in the like in the Air Force that like the people that don't make it to jet school, like they go to helicopter school, and I feel like that's a little weird because yeah, well, cause that's what I've heard. I don't know. That's what, yeah. That's why I find it's weird. But the like, military helicopters are like twin engines, so let's say you lose one, yes, and you have another yes. one. Uh, right. Oh. Okay. Except for like okay. a few a few planes, like F sixteen, F thirty five. Even the even the helicopters, like the Blackhawks and stuff, they're right, twin yeah, engines. Of yeah, course, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you go straight into a helicopter, or was it like simulators first? Or do they? I did it like a little simulator, mm-hmm. and then I did a couple ground lessons, and then we go up with the instructor. Obviously, he takes controls in the first. Then yeah. they do is they slightly hand you over the controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're flying them. He tells you what to do, yeah. and he's well, right there. And like and like, then you start to get used to it. And becomes helicopters become muscle memory. It's like driving stick shift. Okay. Like you're not, you can't really forget how to fly a helicopter once you learn it. Yeah. You drive it's, stick. It, I do. Nice. Me too. Nice. Nice. Do you? Uh, I drive a stick the motorcycle, motorcycle. Yeah, the motorcycle. Okay. It's kind of it's it's, the same, it's the same concept, 
yeah, the only thing harder. is that the only thing is that you're on two 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 wheels. <laughs> right. But at the same time, like the, pr- the more practice you get, the more it just becomes muscle memory. You know what I call helicopters? The motorcycles are the air. Oh, <laughs> they <yeah>. are. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense, dude. Yeah. Because I mean, yeah, there's a little margin for error. And, and like, yeah. like yeah. motorcycles are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get so a lot of helicopters. Yeah. I've heard a lot. You trying to kill me, bro? You're telling me to get a motorcycle? <laughs> we've talked about motorcycles on the podcast before, and I've I always I always say that I get a lot of people. Like when you drive a motorcycle, you're a lot more aware of your surroundings because when you're in a car, it's kind of like, oh, you're leisurely driving. Maybe sometimes people text, you know, people text on a motorcycle. You don't have any time for that. Yeah. You can't do that. You're That's always true. looking Focus forward. You're always time. looking you're always looking at your rearview mirror. Even You know, you have your you have your two mirrors um, and you really have no time to to think about anything else besides just the war- the road. And with motorcycles, it's 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 really interesting because a lot of the times you have to be looking far ahead into into the um in, on, on the streets. Right, right, right. So you can't be looking at the car in front of you because if that car is braking and the car in front of him is braking and you have to brake, it's more it's it's a lot easier to to see that coming if you're looking yeah. ahead than if you're just looking at the car in front. So it's like I think motorcycle drivers are actually very good drivers because a lot of them, I mean, some of them do stupid stuff, but yeah, I've seen yeah. that. But like I think. Well, he said they. Ha- it's more of other people not being careful versus them. Because they're always careful, I think. Because they know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah, but there's also, like, you see, I'm sure you've seen, like, videos on, like, Instagram of, like... Wheelies and shit. Motorcyclists and just going 120 oh, yeah. miles down the highway, you know what I mean? That's, and that's stupid. That's, that's stupid, scary, you know what I'm saying? Bro. That's stupid. I would never do that. Um, but there's, all, there's, there's things like that that happen that are uh, easy ways to get killed, you know what I mean? Have you guys seen that video? Of the, uh, I don't know if you guys could show it because it was kind of graphic. Yeah. Uh, of of this guy, the police were chasing him. And he was on like a Yamaha R6, a stolen Yamaha really? R6 Ooh. motorcycle, and he was going like 130, 140 miles down, like not even the freeway, but like streets, like I think side I, streets. I, think I may have seen that. No, it's not. And he just and, t-bones a car, right? Yeah, he's right? the guy goes flying. You see if you can bring it up, bro. So it says uh, it's like a LAPD motorcycle chase in the valley. The guy, I mean, he's still a motorcycle. Police weren't even chasing him on the car. They were just the helicopters. Yeah. Oh Police look up in a news helicopter because it's dangerous, right? He's like sw- swerving in around. Uh, no, no go, it's, it's, it's a chase. It's a chase, not crash. Uh, it is a crash, but like. <laughs> crash, right? Motorcycle, motorcycle. It's like a motorcycle <laughs> police chase. Just, just put a motorcycle police chase yeah. crash. Um, wow. That's and, scary. And and he just hits a car, dude. And like, then there's a security camera that shows him. I think his like leg was half like decapitated. Yeah. Yeah, or, or, or amputated. And there's some things in, when you ride a motorcycle. This is it. Look at it, dude. Would we be allowed to show this? I mean, there was a disclaimer. Uh, it, it, it doesn't the show the. It doesn't show the. Uh, oh, his body. His body. That's that, that a different video that I saw. But this does show him like yeah, hit impact. Hundred. Um, Lee right there. Lee right there. Lee right there. Yeah, like he says his speed. Like oh, he was oh going faster. Oh my god. Oh. oh. Okay, let's say that again. Holy dude. Yeah, that was crazy. Look at that. Just Boom. like a little like. What's he it just, called? He just spun. Ragdoll. You know what happens? Yeah. The most ac- most ac- most motorcycle accidents happen at intersections, actually. So you know what I was thinking? Like, that helicopter pilot's professional. He's going all fast, <laughs> and all of a sudden he has to stop the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. The thing uh, that I was going to say, the thing nuts, about driving bro. motorcycles is that like some there's some things that you cannot prevent. Like there's yeah, some like, things that you cannot. Like that guy prevent. probably didn't even see oh, that yeah. car, bro. He's going, He's so, going fast. so fast. Look at that video that you showed me the other day, Diego. Just tunnel vision, probably. Just. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I feel bad for the yes, car sir. driver. Yeah. Oh. There's uh cuz I so, he's going to pull up the video but there's a video 
where there's a motorcycle just he's sitting at a red light and waiting waiting for him to turn green and um and the car you know the cars are coming you know the on the other side the cars are coming and he's waiting to turn left on a red light yeah and oh that one yeah yeah here we go and on the intersection right here car comes flying and there's nothing you can there's nothing you can Man, do oh, the, the ladder shit. hit him bro we, yeah, you see there's nothing he could do I, mean, I don't know if he died he probably got hurt he, he got hurt he so the, the guy who actually hit the truck he died everyone else lived oh the guy that was going fast the guy that was like yeah he, I mean, he by looked, the way he to, the right to the right wall right yeah. Yeah. He, a fucking he, hill. you know like like there's nothing if he was in a car he might have like not been that hurt because like he had yeah, the windshield yeah. and everything, right? He was, in, yeah. What's your dad? I think he's lucky to Can be alive here. It was just like, well, my dad, because my dad also rides motorcycles. Well, you see, you see, that could have happened to. He just, he just happened to be in a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That could have yeah. happened to anybody. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, the the because he was just at the intersection. He's just, just at the intersection, the wrong place, wrong time. Like, what's he supposed to do? Like, split second decision. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing you can do there. But I think if you want to get into a motorcycle, if you want to get into motorcycles. Like, I, I consider it, actually. Not as a daily driver, though. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think if you're careful, for the most part, you'll be fine. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think <laughs> most I think most accidents will happen when you're very careless and you're speeding. Mm-hmm. I think... Because of the motorcyclist, right? Like, it's yeah, your fault most of the yeah, time. Yeah, most right? of the time, it'll... I think most of the time, it's the motorcyclist's fault, I think, because a lot of the people... Because most, a lot of motorcyclists... Here in California, it's a lot better than other states because here in Cal- California is one of the only they let you states lane split, right? that we can lane split in. Yeah, and so it's very accepted in California because there's a bunch of motorcycles. You see a bunch of Harleys all the time. You see a bunch of R6 Yamahas. Yamaha's yeah, you see yeah, a bunch yeah. of them all the time, and they're a lot more accepted here than in other states, um, just because of the nice weather and people ride motorcycles almost year round. Yeah, um, high gas prices. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like you were saying, like. For example, I ride my motorcycle to the gym every day, right? And so it's fine. it's a great commute commuter. Um, I'll do I'll do, we've I've done road trips on it before, but it's not like I'm gonna take it out for every occasion. You know what I mean? Like it's it's really cheap on gas. Um, I get usually get there. What is your motorcycle? It's a Yamaha um, FZ07. It's a it's a CC. it's a 700 cc. So it's it's pretty fast. I started off on a Honda. Uh, CBR 300 so the jump is like pretty big I people used to tell Wait, me people what? told me a what on a what on a, on a Honda CBR 300 okay that's a good bike and yeah you, and you yeah, sold I mean, that one right you yeah sold I, that one I sold or? that I so I think I seen that bike yeah it, it was um it's a a lot well, it's a lot slower than what, what I have now is that the um, yellow one no, yeah, it was like the black. Oh, is this, yellow. Yellow. Yeah, 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 is this as yellow, fast yeah. as the R6 your one right now? No, well, naked bikes aren't fat as fast as R as as um R6 or R1. For example, R6 is R1. So example, for example, mm-hmm. mine has is a 700 cc's, but R6s are 600 cc's. Um, but they're like, but R6s will really be light, are huh? faster and have a, a much higher top speed than um than mine. That's what uh, you have. No, no, no. Look up. What, what, uh, yeah, what, look, up, look up the Yamaha FZ07. Does it look like an R6? It's pretty no. nice. Uh, it, it's like it looks a little bit more. Yeah, it looks classic. Like it looks kind of like a newer Harley. Not a new Harley. Like uh, there's some Harleys that look like that now. What do you yeah, think about Har- What do you think about Harleys, Patrick? Uh, so I, I mm, not the old classic like like <laughs> the chopper. Yeah, not the old. I don't really like the ones that are all the way up here. I feel how can you be, how can you be used to that? Like when did you think that if you your know, hands they're are slow always, as shit? 
Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, just like fast. yeah. they're just cruising bikes. Yeah. And I hear <laughs> a lot of the times you'll see videos on Harleys on the highway and they have something that's called uh, the like the death spin or something like that. And what happens is the pistons that go up and oh, down yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, the, in the Harleys are so unbalanced <laughs> that it, that at a high enough speed you'll start to spin. Oh my your, god! Your your handlebars start to go like this, and there's there's been times where Harley riders will be on the freeway, and they'll just start to spin. So right, Harleys like I like. I kind of like the sound, kind of. If they're not too obnoxiously loud, I kind of like them. I like the sounds like R six is better, or, or, or like that's why R1s. I have. Yeah, that's why I have like more of a sports uh, bike. Harley's, bike. dude. I feel like if you're just a cruiser, they're cool. But if you're trying to like, I mean, here's one thing about Harley's. I've you never see Harley's crash. <laughs> that is <laughs> true. true. That is true. true. They, they do. Good they'd point. be going slow. Um, but the other thing about Harley's is that they're so big and they're I so know they're wide. Heavy. They're heavy. And one of the great things about not having a Harley is that when you don't have a Harley, it's that's like, like a nice bike. It's a nice lot. Bike. It's a, a nice lot. Bike. Yeah, that's a nice one. It's a lot easier to lane split in a non-Harley bike. That's true. Yeah, because Harleys are so wide. Spotted, I don't yeah. see Harleys lane split. You don't. Like, unless like always unless maybe you're on the highway because on the highway you have a little bit more room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they'll lane split in traffic in the streets. You don't really see Harley's lane splitting. And that's one of the biggest like benefits of having motorcycles that you can lane splitting and beat all the traffic. Right. right? Um, but in a Harley, it's, it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard. to do. I, I've seen like when I'm in traffic, like sitting in like heavy traffic, you'll see like motorcyclists come by like kind of going like well, everyone's going like one, two miles an hour, three miles an hour. These guys come like 40 miles an hour trying to lane yeah, split. I'm like, dude, yeah, what's the rule? Like. 30 miles over the over what everybody else is doing so, or something like that. I mean, so you just go be going, safe, right? If you're going over? 20, if you're going 20, you can go 30. Oh. Okay. So if traffic's going 20, motorcycles are allowed to lane split at 10 miles over. But the thing the thing I have is that sometimes during, on the freeway, and they'll rev, dude. They'll be like, yeah, <laughs> on the freeway, sometimes traffic will be completely stopped, right? Either completely stopped, they're going five, 10 miles an hour, and there'll be people on their motorcycles going 40, 40 50, 60, yeah. and I'm like. Traffic the freeway is very reason. dangerous because people will merge in and out even if it's two solid lines you know what i mean so people like when that ha- when i see people uh going that speed on Lane the freeway it's like, dude. it's like dude you got to be careful because one you're not gonna have enough time to react if a guy pulls out on you of course not and it's just like so it's it's so dangerous you know what i mean and you know that motorcycle accident we just watched the one with the police were chasing him i was like that guy's asking for it yeah that guy's asking like 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 come on dude yeah. You're going 100 miles an hour on the side streets with all these cars in the middle of the day with all these people out. Like, did you really think you're gonna get away? Like, and he went like, do you in, really think you're gonna get away? Like, he was like in the middle the, of what both is up lanes with all too. these guys? Like, do they really think they're gonna get away from the cops? Like, they do with a helicopter in the sky. Like, it's, it's fight or flight, and they choose flight. Have you bro? seen that of video course, of yeah, the Hellcat like, out, outrunning the helicopter? But, but they got him though. Did they get him? <laughs> they got him. But they, they definitely got him. Like, <laughs> they got him, bro. He he didn't outrun the helicopter. He outran the the ground units. Has anyone ever not gotten caught? I think I, I, I don't think know. Well, you can't outrun a helicopter, bro. Yeah, you can't outrun a helicopter. Like, you can't. Look up the video. Look up the video because I'm 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 almost, I'm almost certain <laughs> that he either maybe maybe the helicopter had to pull off because it was running out of fuel or something. Think about it like this. You know why helicopters are faster? Even if they're that one right there. The yeah. miles per hour on a car is going faster. I remember that. Yeah. Cars still have to like kind of slow down, watch out for traffic. Helicopters don't got to worry about none of yeah, that, dude. dude. Yeah. They're they're straight, literally going 150 miles an hour in the air, just just straight. Yeah. And they don't got to worry. Yeah. A car can't go 150 miles an hour directly unless there's literally nothing around it. 
Yeah, Christian was talking to us when he came on the podcast, and he was saying how well, he was saying something about how how fast was he going? Like one eighty or something. Yeah, he said he was going like one eighty. He was going like one eighty. Like Christian caps a lot. <laughs> they were straight up saying you know, that's a, lot of the, a lot of the comments were saying that. A lot of the comments were like, "This guy's no, just cap." They I'm not saying, saying like everything, but like I feel like he exag- I feel like he exaggerates his stories. There we go. No, because I, I was really like intrigued by that story because I'm like one eighty just on the highway. He said he got there in like what, like twenty minutes to Big Bear. That's like twenty minutes. No, I don't think it's twenty minutes. There's a lot of wines. Like there's bro. not just free. He was not one eighty the whole way. Like no, 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 no. He, said, he said they hit it at one no. point for like. You, he said like what a couple seconds. Yeah, a few know. seconds. Oh, that doesn't that doesn't make difference, bro. Yeah. yeah. Come on now. Yeah, yeah a lot of the comments on that video, like we're just saying, like this guy's cap, this guy's cap. Like I I can't dispute that because I've never been in a car that fast, but yeah, like he has a Camaro. Well, he said his homie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His I remember in high homie. school, he used to, like, flex that. His homie has a Camaro. But, um... What were you going to say? What was I saying? Motorcycle... Well, you, you brought you brought Christian up that he was going really fast. Oh, yeah, I was just saying that, like... How... What's the... What's the... Okay, sorry. The top, the top speed... Well, what's the top speed? Like, two hundred, a little bit over 200 miles an hour in a helicopter? So... How, how, helicopters are slower than planes... Yeah, yeah. How but, how yeah. long could you keep up? Do they reach how long could you go? Oh, yeah, the, for fuel, miles? the fuel. They have about like four to five hours of, of fuel. Oh my that's god, a long, that's, that's a long time. That's a long time. Because yeah, a car a can't go can't five go. hours on two hundred miles an hour. Like no. a car no. can't do two hundred miles an hour for five hours. Mm-mm. Especially not the guys that are going in the street. You know. No. Yeah, like like, a, ha- like most yeah. police helicopters, like a, like bring it up, like yeah, an Airbus H one twenty five. I think it hold like one hundred fifty gallons of fuel and can fly like four to five hours full. Like damn, see that. Because that was a really good question. Like, you can't outrun a helicopter. You just can't. Because it's faster. It's got no, like, it's got no traffic most of the time. And usually it's... Ha- I'd rather a buy a helicopter than a Bugatti. <laughs> yeah, a lot yeah. of people would rather do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about the same price. Really? Yeah, like, that, that helicopter is probably about the same price. Two as million? Bugatti. Like, two, three million. million. Two million? Wow, yeah. Interesting. Worth it, bro. As long as you got the... The license and where, yeah. where do you and if the, you were to buy fuel, one and the fuel and the maintenance but you can buy one online yeah if you were look to buy up, one look up an airbus h125 for sale where do you where do you keep it do you does, i'm you, sure you, get, you gotta have a hangar at an airport yeah, sure and rent you it out a hangar yeah. and how or unless you have your own helipad and you're really rich yeah. <laughs> right on your roof right yeah <laughs> how expensive are are, are like hangers depends hangers. on the aircraft bro but it can be anywhere from like 2.1 mil like a few hundred dollars a month to thousands of dollars a month right yeah because we have an airport right here and it's like i don't know like a thousand for 500 bucks a month yeah, wow. it depends what you well, have. Yeah, the helicopter. A lot of guys that are really rich buy their own, uh, like yeah. little garages or hangars. I mean, uh, you, you know who Cristiano Ronaldo is, right? Yeah, of course. He has a new contract in Saudi Arabia. He's making two hundred million a year. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's saw crazy that. money. I mean, he could buy, he could buy what is it, a hundred helicopters. He could do whatever he wants. That's bro. insane. Like, <laughs> he could do whatever he wants. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like for some people, it's so accessible, and then you know, it's it's a, like he was saying, it's a luxury to just be able to have your own. Money isn't real for them. Yeah, <laughs> money isn't real for them. It's just an. Money it's just. It's like fuck you, it's money just at here, that bro, point. Here. Yeah. How much? How much here? <laughs> so it's like they don't even like. like, it's, like not a, it's not like they're looking at their. That's bank what account, Tate's you know? doing, huh? Those, that's what he's Tate. doing. Those guys can't get scammed because they don't care. You know, like it's not like. Well, I'm sure they're, they they're prudent about their money, but like. But like you're saying, if they were to get scammed, they wouldn't give two. Sh- unless it's like millions of dollars, millions of dollars, but it's like hundreds of millions. You sell them a Gatorade for ten bucks instead of five, like whatever, dude. They don't care. Yeah, they don't give a shit. Yeah. But I wanted to bring up Andrew Tate. Um. Yeah. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts of him? I think he's a misogynist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's a fucking sexist, yeah. misogynist. Man. No, I mean, I think he's he's a real guy. Like, he's a true guy. He's he's really real. And I think if you 
you don't have to agree with him, but if you hate on him, you're genuinely just like jealous. I think just of him. Um, kind of mob mentality at I, this point. And I think he. I mean, he he calls himself a top G. He is. Dude. He is like, a top G. He, which guy, realistically speaking, wouldn't want to have his lifestyle? Like, I, I guarantee you, take most average men and say, trade. Would you trade your life for this guy? Come 100%, on, dude. Yeah. Well, why yeah. wouldn't you? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Right. I'd love to live so, that lifestyle. So like. You have to respect him, whether you you. It's like it's like you cannot like someone, but you get to respect them, and that's what he talks about. Especially, he's educated as well. He's not just well, he's smart. He's not just rich. He's, yeah. he knows what he's talking about. And and yeah, like like I I I respect for him. I have nothing against him. I don't think I think he comes off he come off as a little rude and stuff. But I think that was just more of like his like, persona, right? For the per, it was more of like I think the show, like the podcast, the TikToks, all that yeah. stuff. I'm sure but, there's people that like. But I don't think he's misogynistic. Him, I don't no. think he's any of that stuff. I think he's. He's a G and he's living his life and good for him and well he's he's in good shape he's educated he's a smart guy I don't yeah. think he's like and he's, you can learn a lot from him you can learn a lot from him and yeah. you can learn to respect not only yourself but other people and I feel like um like I'm sure someone has dug up dirt on him but even when they try to cancel him he just didn't even he didn't give a damn because he's like I'm, he, he wasn't he's not sending a bad message he's not telling people to spend money or anything he's telling people to make money. That's really what he's he's, he's, just, he's bringing back the masculinity, right? I mean, that's exactly. Really is, and so. I don't know why. Who actually hates this guy? There's a lot of people that hate no, this guy. Like, like <laughs> these, 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 look at that picture. Guy. Look who at that really picture at the, the, guy, at the guy dancing. I, I love those. Oh, yeah. That shit makes me laugh. <laughs> Fake Tate. Yeah, I think I don't know, dude. Like, there's a lot of bottom G. There's a lot of women and a lot of bro. There's just like haters. Bro, bro here's the thing. He can get any woman he wants. Yeah, he can yeah. literally walk in any like, like, he's got fuck you money. Yep. He does fuck you money. He's he's got all the lifestyle like the, the cars, the jets, the houses, and and he's he's got he's probably has this hella game. He's been doing this. He's been yeah. He's exactly. grown man. It's he's not like he's an incel or yeah. anything. Yeah. He's like and he's he's literally like a he's he's a what is a four time kickboxing world champion right yeah. and it's not like he grew up with all this money right no, he, he actually had to come had up. to make he it had yeah. to come up. he was on a tv show right here's what a lot of people ask me they're like what do you think about him versus dan bilzerian you know you can bring up dan bilzerian too yeah dan bilzerian hmm. i respect the guy like the guy's living in a, like that that you know g lifestyle as well yeah. the only thing that i didn't like about dan bilzerian was or, or I guess the difference between Chait and Dan Bazarian living two very similar lifestyles is well, two things. One, this guy was not self-made. His parents were rich, uh, or his dad was rich. Now, not to say that he didn't make any money on his own, but he still came from a rich family. Yeah. So he yeah, still he had had something. You know, he had at least the knowledge. He knows what it's like to have something. Yeah. Right. Tate didn't. Tate came from, he was dirt poor. And another thing was, Tate's living the same lifestyle as this guy, or at least was. But... He was the only one that put young guys on game. Like Bilzerian never came out and said, "All right, this is what you got to do to get all these girls, get this money, do this, do this, do this." He was just flexing, was just flexing right? And then people were like, "How do I do that? Why, why can't I live like this guy?" You know. And yeah. I don't think any of his stuff is fake. But I'm talking about Bilzerian. But Tate was the. That's why I was saying that. he was the only one that was like, "Hey, you want to you want to live this lifestyle yeah. like me and Bilzerian? All these this guys. This is what you need to. Do. This is what you need to do. Yeah, and this is who you should become. This is right? who you should be exactly. And and that's that's why I I respect him more than any of these, uh, and all these girls, dude. And he's not forcing anyone. He's not forcing. He anyone. said he said it himself. He's like, it's not for everyone. He's like, exactly. if you want to if you want to be that in way, the matrix, you can whatever. Be that way. And a lot of these girls, they're like, oh, Tate's misogynistic or blah blah. He's he hates a woman. The same lifestyle he lives. It's the same lifestyle that these rappers like Drake, Future, Twenty One Savage, all these gr- I, these gr- Bad Bunny, whoever you want to say, they're living the same lifestyle and they love those guys. Yeah, they don't just come out and talk about it. You really think 
guys like Drake don't have hundreds of women around them, and yeah, and, and those come guys on, like faithful, and these girls know? will immediately go to any club section and he party with them. But Tate's misogynistic. They live in the same lifestyle. He's yeah, the only one that's saying, "Hey, this is how these guys think." It. You young men want to be like it? This is what you guys do? And the girls are like, "What the heck?" He's saying they don't want. They don't want the younger generation to become like that. I think he's saying a lot of things that people are afraid to say. I think, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's why he's saying a lot of things that are not politically correct. And that's that's a lot of the reason why people hate him. But the thing about that is that, like, what does he actually say? that like makes you hate the guy you know what i mean i feel like what it's his opinion yeah it's what what happens is like the people will will clip like videos and kind of just post post them on tiktok and they'll do that and that's kind of like sure he can say stuff in a nicer way and come across as a nicer person but at the end of the day it's like everyone sugarcoats nowadays yeah exactly like like, you have to you have to take what he says almost with a grain of salt right because what a lot of the things he says is true but also he um i think he he exaggerates a lot of things a lot of the things he says are hyperbole right so yeah. you have to really take what he says as like not not in face value kind of have to look at it in a deeper in a deeper way kind of under, trying to understand what he's saying and why he's saying it and i think most of the, like the message that he's saying is more like you're a man you should do this these are your responsibilities you should take care of women um and you should become the man you want to be and as long as you're doing that then he already had this lifestyle a lot of the um like you said hyperbole the outlandish shit that he was saying he he like people know that he did a lot of that to blow up on social media did a lot of what like a lot of the hyperbole like saying like oh you're a pussy you're this you know that's not hyperbole well yeah like really exaggerating like he means everything he says yeah but he exaggerates some stuff like what well yeah he does he does exaggerate some stuff (laughs) I, i like so he does, but he says he doesn't. Which he does. Well, like, like, I, like, I think he does. like when he was like when he says that women are property, he he doesn't really <laughs> he doesn't really mean that, and he said it on podcast before when he when he says he's explained himself. Yeah, he's, he's explained, explained himself. Like, I don't literally mean that yeah, they're exactly. property, but he's responsible. But he for said them. it before, yeah. but it's hyperbole, right? It's it's a little exaggerated. Yeah, yeah. But people so. people misconstrue him, you know, and, and take him the wrong way, but. I mean, just the way he does that, he knows like that's what it takes to be a media personality. Yeah. But he he said he doesn't care about that. He's like it's just part of his like plan to. Like, I didn't even know who he was until before this year. Exactly. Like I never heard the guy. Yeah, me neither. The first I video I saw, this, the first video I saw of him was the video with Cheyenne Reynolds. I don't know if you've seen it. It's an interview with Cheyenne. No, this one. And Andrew Tate. No, it's not this one. But that was the first video I ever watched, and really? I don't know why I watched it. I don't know why it just came up on my feet, and I was like, click. I thought she was cute. No, I just I don't know why I have no idea why I watched oh, it, but one, I watched yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, that one. That was the first. Oh, that, that was the first that was video. That was kind of recent. Yeah, no, nah, this was this is one of his first like public appearances. I know he had someone with uh, with Fresh and Fit, and yeah, this yeah. was. I watched That's this before Fresh and Fit. Before Fresh and Fit, like and they, so when I once I saw this, I kind of started looking at him up, and then I realized that he got gone on Fresh and Fit, so I started watching those. And I was like, dang. Like he's saying really some facts. Like, the first every like, time I saw him was that one picture of him sitting in the private jet with a cigar. Yeah, the I, cigar. I, I don't I'm even like, remember the first thing because I've saw I I, I saw neither, so honestly, much of him. I don't remember the first. Everything thing was just oversaturated. I don't even know who showed me. I think I don't know who showed me Andrew Tate. Like, I don't know. I discovered him in the summer I don't know though. How I discovered? I think I showed. Him. I think I told you about him. I was like, really? well, you know who Andrew Tate is? And I was I like, and you were like, remember. no. And then you and then I showed you a few videos. Maybe fresh and fit. I remember because I remember when he was like when he was first blowing up. We were like, oh, the top G this, the top G that. I think I did know. I probably saw him on Instagram. I watched a lot of his videos in the summer. And I was like, this guy's right. And I'm like... He's fucking right, dude. I'm like, you, you, you gotta like... You don't even have to live his lifestyle. He's more just like... 
have his mentality i think yeah in in life like like don't let anybody like like stand up for yourself type like stuff a lot you of know? the shit he says about like depression like nowadays people get sad over no over nothing he's like back then people were dirt poor getting beaten abused and stuff and he's like nowadays you get you know you know one thing that i really uh, resonated about him he's like you guys are getting you guys like young boys are getting depressed because some girl blocked you some girl doesn't text you back there's men out here actually dying in wars facts and whatever and you're and you're worried about some girl that takes you back like come on dude like mm-hmm. you said be like self-sufficient like do something about it you exactly know? and it's like forget about it if there's a girl forget about it dude who gives a fuck yeah and and he does have some funny videos though look up the one where he's talking about uh uh <laughs> the pimp coat <laughs> that's what i was telling that's what i was saying earlier i i he's he could be a comedian dude no no he's funny look that one he could be a comedian listen to this can i should i turn it up should i turn up the thing can you up all the way i can turn on the is there audio he's talking about uh, he's talking about he's like (laughs) he's like i'm in this hotel room with some girl yeah and she's like, what, what do you do? How do you have all this money? He's like, bitch, I'm a pimp. <laughs> like, Dude, he's actually funny. He's just like, funny. He's yeah. funny. Like, people that don't, people that hate him have never actually sat down and watched the full interview. <laughs> no, and he's very smart. Yeah, he's very he's smart. He's a smart guy. He's, he's very, smart like, guy. he chooses his words very carefully, right? Have you seen the <laughs> the interview with him and Piers Morgan? Dude, yeah. 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 <laughs> and have you seen the second one? In, match too. in chess. And the chess match. Yeah. Yeah. Piers Morgan's a weirdo, bro. <laughs> He's kind of I don't like Morgan. but he likes but he likes Andrew. He, he likes, likes him. Andrew. Yeah, yeah he's, but he's trying to come he, off as like I'm he's this neutral him. guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, I, I think he he's a little bit more on like the uh, I guess you could say like the red, the red pill side or whatever. Yeah. Because he does talk about like against feminists and stuff like that. But yeah. he tried to say oh, I think this is misogynist that you said. And then yeah. Then every time Tate was like, no, this not. He interrupted him. Then he beat him in chest. <laughs> yeah, and then the, the 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 cool thing about that is I think. I think Piers Morgan is leaning, is liking Andrew more and more, 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 and more yeah. as he has him on and talks to him. Because after that interview, <laughs> after that second Piers Morgan interview, he had another. He had two women on his uh, on his show, and they were talking about Andrew Tate, and one of them was calling him a misogynist, sexist, etc. And Piers Morgan was defending him. Okay. He was like, "No, he's not." Well, that's he's true. Not. I think I, after that, he did defend he, him. He had a yeah. change of heart. Yeah. yeah. What I just I know one clip of Piers Morgan that I really like. I found really funny. Where he's in, he's having an, he's like, I don't know what they're doing, but it's like a talk show and he's like talking to, like, there's all these women and stuff. And I guess the topic is like, you know, bigger women and stuff. And, and the lady's like, <laughs> oh, you know, what are these tips to like lose weight and have a better body and a better lifestyle? And he's just straight up, he's like, eat less food, work out more. And then yeah. all the, all the women get so offended. They get like, so mad at doctor. him. Well, that, that's like, what else? That's the truth. Exactly. What did they want him to say? Yeah. Like, there's what did they want him to say? Like, like, like. Eat all the food you want. Yeah. Never work out. <laughs> just have a good mind about but attitude. I just found like, it so yeah, funny how the they fuck all immediately just like, like, they they're probably thinking like, oh, don't the, the, the answer they probably wanted was yeah. you don't have don't to do even that. worry about your yeah. weight. Don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you're beautiful. Matter. You're beautiful in your own way. You're yeah. beautiful the way but you, you are. But you literally asked what 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 was the question you said? What was the question you said? I'm pretty sure it was like the lady was saying like how do you have a better lifestyle and like I think it was like lose weight or how do you lose weight like get a better body or something like that and he was like eat less food work out more. And they got so mad. I'm like, what? What else is like? What else? And he didn't even. He wasn't even rude at, at specifically her. That's she was overweight. He wasn't. He wasn't like. <laughs> he was just saying it objectively. Like yeah, he wasn't even yeah. talking to one person. He was just saying like, yeah, you need. And to, he you wasn't even this. being disrespectful about if it. If they like, all showed up to the club, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like for real, though. Like, for real, fact, like if though, these like, fucking <laughs> girls, like look at these fucking girls right here, bro. And this is the thing, bro. Like ah, people, 
Uh, I, you, you know Adele, right? You know, yeah. you remember Adele and how she, she was, yeah, she lost a lot of weight and people started hating <laughs> on her, her, bro. Like, what? She was like fat phobic or something like that. Like, what if, if Lizzo showed up to the club? <laughs> Isn't Lizzo like trying to lose weight too? But they're going to call her fat phobic. They're going to call her fat phobic. Did didn't Lizzo slide into like Chris Hemsworth's DMs? That's what I heard. I don't know, <laughs> about that. bro, but. But like I know she, I know like I've I've heard stuff of her trying to like get skinnier, Bro, right? She gotta get like Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Look that up, Diego. <laughs> what are they gonna say no if if the movie. icon for like for big body, if if Bro. she ends up getting skinny, what are they gonna say now? No, it's the thing. If I'm she not, can do it, I'm not saying like if she wants to, if she wants example. to do that, that's fine. Exactly. But if she expects other people to find her, every person to find her attractive, come on, it's not realistic. <laughs> no Chris shame. Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. You want me to read this out? So Chris Evans, or oh, that's Chris Evans. Chris I Evans. Know, I don't know what was the text before. Maybe this. He called. He said that looks like Chris Evans. He's like a Cappy Ten. Ten. Happy birthday! I heard you're in Vegas celebrating. I'm jealous. Have fun. Thanks, sissy poo. Okay. She's trying to get at him. Oh God, Jesus. Like what? I mean, it is Captain America, you know. <laughs> I mean, like he's trying to be respectful. He's like, okay, yeah, you're another celebrity, blah, blah blah, whatever. But he probably has no interest in her no, sexually. No, he probably doesn't have any interest. <laughs> he's Bro, like, Chris okay, Hemsworth? let me just be nice. Is Chris Evans married? No, Chris Evans. This is Chris Evans. I'm sorry, I, I thought yeah, Chris, Chris Evans. Yeah, Captain America. I mean, still. Fucking look at. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> no. Just bring the bodies. <laughs> Just bring the bodies. Dude, one of the uh, Andrew Schultz, you know who Andrew Schultz is? Yeah, yeah, yeah the comedian. One, yeah, one of the things he said on the Joe Rogan podcast is that he hates. Look at me. He hates fat models. And I totally agree with him, bro. Like, I cannot stand a fat who? model. Andrew Schultz? Oh, the comedian. Yeah, yeah he said. Yeah, it, and it's that really was a true. long time ago. Yeah, it was saying, a long like, time ago. And it's so true, though. They basically, like, they're putting in the effort to lose weight. Yeah. And these, like, you the do. bigger models, they just expect you to like to, to, expect to be treated the same way, yeah. basically. They, they with, shouldn't. No, with no effort. Even with no though, effort. Like, imagine it, a guy trying to do that. I've heard modeling is, yeah, is like, imagine a, really, a guy um, trying to do that. Be like, hey, I'm fucking fat. I've heard it's fuck, intense, you right? Fucking like Modeling, me. like you have to lose a bunch of weight. Like most of these girls are unhappy try. being so you skinny. Have be, and you now, fucking try. Here's the difference I think between men and women. A man can be fat, yeah, and still, obviously his looks aren't going to be there, but I think he can still bring value to the table. Yeah, whether, yeah. if In he's rich, way, yeah. he has money and stuff. If, if it, what, or, yeah, let's say he has money. Yeah. But I feel like for girls, unfortunately, looks goes a long way. Looks yeah, goes looks, a long way. Look is the very primary true. factor, right? True. But but here's another thing that girls don't understand that. As a guy, you have to bring, and this is what Andrew Tate talks about, and it's 100% true. As a guy, you can't just be good looking and think you're going to get girls. It doesn't go that way. Yeah, exactly. You got to be not only good looking, you got to be tall, you got to be jacked, you got to have money, you got to have value, you got to have a good job, you got to have a nice house, nice car. You have to have stories, stuff like that. Stories, you got to have a game, you got to know how to talk to a girl, you got to do this, you got to have status, you got to have other men that respect you, other women that respect you. That's how you're going to get. People, that's how you can be like a Dan Bilzerian or a, um, Andrew, Andrew Tate. And you can argue what's harder, being skinny and good looking, or because that's natural, right? Like, doing whatever kind of, you want. Like being good looking kind of comes natural, but what's harder, being good looking or having sta- status? Like, you know what I mean? Having money. Exactly. Or, or versus like the, than the, these harder? girls, dude, they could a girl could be semi good looking and still get yeah. attention and still get attention and still go exactly. to Lizzo these clubs, get flown yeah. out and stuff, get flown out and a guy, a guy bro. That's you can facts. be the best looking ten out of ten. If nobody knows you, you ain't as a guy. You, you ain't going you're nowhere. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, that's what yeah, I'm saying. If you're I'm, if you're a ten yeah. out of ten looking guy and you have nothing going for you, you're living in your mom's basement. You're yeah. not getting nothing, bro. Exactly. Like you're not gonna be nobody. So what's harder? Yeah. So that's that, like, that's his, that's um, Andrew Tate's point. Right I mean, there. as a guy, like he said, it's, it's being at a club or being in your basement. Yeah. It's like no girl. Well, maybe like the odd, you know, like the fluke, but 
girls aren't going to chase you just being there you know exactly. you have to do something about like you need to have your life in doesn't order. matter how yeah. ugly or good looking you are you have to be someone right you like, either have to be somebody or she has to know or she has to see it in you that you're like striving to become somebody right because a lot of them are going to make the argument that they want to be independent nowadays they want to be self-sufficient for the women mm-hmm. but you know if a woman finds a high value man that shows any interest in her the woman is going to want the man to take care of her sure. like it's just primal instinct right, right. it's just it's just ingrained in us to be like to be like that it's just yep. traditional so and 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 uh, bro it's 100 percent true. i've seen in the clubs these girls will get into the best sections just because they're good looking they have probably nothing going for themselves like outside of the good looking and, and they'll go to these nice parties after parties yachts get flown out you know versus a guy well guy would never get that guy has to bring some sort of value like if yeah. i have to bring the girls and they're like okay then you can get in or i gotta buy the bottle i gotta pay to get it she goes i gotta pay for shit dude <laughs> Dude, like, if you're a good-looking girl, I guarantee you, you can go probably a long time in life without paying for anything. Take like going out. Yeah, and take it like from the so social media perspective. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a girl can get millions of followers just posting pictures of her body in a bikini. Like a lot of them think that that's degrading, but most, like a lot of girls do that. They just post pictures of their body and get famous off or of that. A guy, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. He posts. Do you like Jordan Peterson, Ariel? Honestly, I haven't listened to him too much, but I, I respect him. I, I know like, who he is. Yeah, he's I, like, I, th- I like guy him. will post his grind and uh-huh. like making a living, and like other guys will try to prey on his downfall. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, they're, 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 yeah. they're not gonna they're not gonna like you know cheer him on and stuff. They're they gonna won't. Be like, that guy's doing better than me. Whatever. Like, screw that guy. Yeah. And, and another thing is, girls they can literally like you said post one selfie if they're good looking and get like a thousand guys just DMing them right now. A hundred guys yeah. DMing them. Guy can never get that, bro. Nope. Unless you're like a Drake or somebody, but he, he he's, he's like somebody. built yeah. himself but to that even value. Then, even then, if you're a high, if you're like, if you're, if you're a good looking guy and you have stuff going for you and you're, you're, you're doing well in life. And if you're a nine out of 10 girl, like, that girl is getting more DMs than you either way. Of yeah, of course, you know bro. Saying? Like it's so much harder for, for guys because it's, it comes, it comes so easily for women. You can be, a, you can be two, 300 pounds. Two women don't understand it these days. Yeah. Unfortunately, they don't. I mean, and and you could tell them like, listen, think logically. Well, unfortunately, women don't think. It's gonna sound myself, they don't think logically like men do. And I don't mean that like they're stupid. No, I just mean like, when listen, we never get an argument with a woman. They're not gonna sit. They're they're gonna go off on a bunch of BS, right? You're the only one that's gonna say that. Okay, think about it logically. This is what you have to do. This is this, blah, blah blah blah. A girl's gonna be like, oh no, my friend said this and this blah blah. You know, and they're and I feel this. Yeah, yeah. and I feel this. It's like, well, they're going off their feelings. They're very emotional, and and it's just the truth. It's the truth, and, and people true. people misconstrue that as like a bad thing. Like right. women are really good at other things, and men are also really good at other things. And it's like I feel like you just have to embrace the person you are. You know what I mean? Like women, like the the unhappy. I think the unhappiest women are the women that don't want to be women, or the the women that act masculine. And the unhappiest men are the men that act feminine. And it's like it comes all the way. It comes comes full circle. It's like just embrace who you are embrace if you're a man or if you're a woman and just be the best that you can be you know what i mean i mean me personally i can't speak for women well like like from this point of view but as a man i get so much satisfaction when i do good work and my work gets done you know i don't want to be just sitting around waiting for someone to take care of me like i i would like to get out there and get work done i don't want i don't want someone That's to come in and save me you know like no, yeah you know you it's so much more satisfaction as a man when you've made it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. I have a question for you both. You guys both have girlfriends, right? Yep. Yeah. Do you think your girlfriends are truly loyal to you guys? And, and, I, don't, and I don't mean that as like, let's say you guys go into a club, right? And you have like Chris Brown in that section. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting him an example. 
not saying your girl likes him or something, but what what's what's keeping your girl with you specifically? Because I'm not saying you get you guys are obviously still building your guys' lives up, right? You guys are still of course you know trying to become the best version yeah, up and coming, yeah. right? But what's what do you think is keeping? Is it because you guys been with with her since high school? Is it because because a lot of girls, bro? No, that's a good question. Uh, uh, that's a good question. Don't don't even like. You know. a, a lot of girls that like like that I've been like they I've never I've never had a serious girlfriend but a lot of girls it's like I know she's been with someone better someone that's either better looking than me richer than me has more status than me and I'm like why is she staying around with me because I'm probably not the best dick she's ever had so it's like so it's like well what why and, and obviously think, they don't because they always find someone better I but think go the ahead. answer I think the answer to most I think the general answer is that women are a lot more emotionally, emotionally attached, attached yeah right? i was so, about to say right. that if they're women, not gonna get the same attention exactly. from chris brown than they are from so you. so i think the big difference is if a woman is emotionally attached to you it's a lot harder for her to go to somebody else than for her to be loyal i think women are creatures that need emotion to have a relationship and it's very when a woman loves you she won't cheat on you. That's like when true. a woman loves well, you and she's emotionally attached yeah. to you, she will not cheat on you. That's and I've true. heard that argument be made. I've seen that argument be made by women that women cheat out of emotional need. Like women who cheat, cheat out of emotional need. They're not feeling emotionally. Uh, I don't think a woman could cheat unattached. Exactly. I don't think so either. Yeah, exactly. uh, but there are, I think guys there are exceptions. Can. There are yeah, exceptions where obviously there's are, there are women that are hoes, right? Of and course. they go out and do whatever they want. But those are women that <laughs> Those girls know instinctually. They know no guy yeah. wife him up unless there's, he's a dumbass. Yeah. But they don't. But sometimes they don't. Like sometimes these and women so. that have slept with a bunch of dudes. Sometimes they expect some guy to marry her or to give her the give her just because she's good looking. Exactly. She's giving herself the reputation. Mm-hmm. Of exactly. That's not trustworthy. Or, you know. And that's that's also a problem with women. They 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 jump around to guy guy to guy, and then they expect to have the best guy at the end. You know, you can't have your cake and eat it too, right? No, yeah, that's right. You, do you guys have any other questions? Specifically for me, though? I did want to bring one more topic up. No, I do got to get going like in 15, if that's cool. No, bro. You're good, bro. You're, you're, you're good. good. Yeah, yeah. But if you guys had any questions, go ahead. If you had, like, for me. Uh, well, no. I mean, if you, you if you had something, bro, go for it. Yeah. If you had a no, question or something. The topic I wanted to bring up was, I, first I want to ask, what, what have you been doing, uh, Patrick? Yeah, man. Deer, so, Let's I, talk about that a little bit. Right now, I'm, I'm doing like uh I'm working crypto right now, so I, I okay. work from home, which is great because I have a lot of free time. I can kind of work my through my own schedule and stuff like that. So right now I'm, I'm working from home. Do you live here or with your parents still? Yeah, I still place? live here. Uh-huh. Um, right now I'm working from home. Uh, I I'm planning on getting my real estate license soon. I'm taking the exam actually the twelfth of this month. Nice. So I plan on getting my real estate license soon, and then as soon as I get it, um, do you want to sell properties? And stuff? Yeah, as nice. soon as I get it, so start selling or start uh, join join a broker, start selling. Keep the podcast going. Obviously, I don't want this <laughs> to go anywhere, but that's kind of the plan where I'm at right now. Um, I've been going to the gym. I've been going to the gym for like three years, but yeah, I mean, like, what, what do you do with crypto specifically? So I work for a you know what an NFT is, right? Because we talked yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. So I work for an NFT project right now that is on the medicinal side of mushrooms. So we sell like mushroom products, mushroom merch, mm-hmm. um, like shrooms. 
not not psychedelic because it's illegal (laughs) but yeah so like mushroom products stuff like that so i'm doing that right now i kind of manage is it illegal or is it just uh it's illegal is it it's It's decriminalized it's illegal on the federal level okay there's only there's certain states where it's kind of decriminalized you sell it's like weed no No, (laughs) Uh, but like yeah so like that's what i'm doing right now so i kind of manage i'm like i i manage like the social media platforms and then I manage the Discord because that's kind of like the main place where all the nice all the projects go. So I manage the Discord. I manage the social medias. Um, I do a little bit of I do a little bit of everything, I, I guess. Um, and then do I you do go to like, school at all? No school did, right now. Did you ever Did you ever go to college? I, yeah, I went to the I went to community college before COVID, and then once COVID hit, I dropped out just like you. Okay, nice. And I was like, fuck that. I don't I don't want that because at first I was even going to to community college for my real estate license right and then i realized why am i going to, to community college for my real estate <laughs> license if i don't even exactly if i don't you even do need online, a degree right yeah so i did yeah. it, everything online passed my courses so now the 12 comes take my test hopefully i pass it and um go from there good luck with that how about you, how man? About you bro me i probably got the most basic ground level job just that's fine just because i'm i'm in school I'm doing yeah. Harvard College, but that's because I'm in the same kind of boat where you were in. Like, I don't know. I'm just getting my AA because I don't know what I want to do. I still It still hasn't clicked yeah. for me. But You're pilot, um, bro. No. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I'll consider it. Like, I've definitely considered, like, being a pilot, a firefighter, a teacher. Yeah. Just see where I can I get my I want to be a teacher. <laughs> personally, personally. But. And um, uh, I work in sales. Like, you know, C's Candies, like the chocolate and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I work in, like, a, in, like, a call center. You must make me good money, bro. It's whatever. It's, it's, it's still, it's not salary. It's it's hourly. And um, right. I just got to call, like, schools and businesses, see if they want to make, you know, a bulk order. So, I'm in, it's just, it's good because of my hours. You know, just a basic nine to five. It's not my dream job. Yeah. And I just kind of want to get that nine to five thing out of my system because I don't want to do that for the rest of my life. Right. But Neither do I. Even with the pilot thing, like eventually, I don't want to retire sixty five as a pilot. I want to like get it to get the connections as private jet pilot, and then like try to start business through that, whether it's real estate, trucking, or whatever. Yeah, um, that's that's business I've thought about. What about you, Diego? Bro, honestly, right now my boat is kind of like how yours was. Like right now, I'm thinking about I'm trying to join the Air Force, and like my boat is kind of the same. Where I'm like thinking about like. Maybe they can pay for something that I want to do in the future. I'll tell you about military, but only do it if you're going to get a benefit out of it. If you're going to do it like for serving your country, I have nothing against the military, but I'm telling um, you, bro, you're, yeah, it's I not think, for that. <laughs> you're going to get used, bro. Yeah, of course, yeah. But like, you know, <laughs> the Air Force, I, I think that's the yeah. branch to join if you're going to join. And like, because I've, I've been interested in aviation too. Like, I've taken You want to be an Air Force like, pilot? You need a degree in a bunch you of that need, shit. You need a four-year college. You need to be That's officer. another reason why I didn't go what? into if piloting in the military. That, you should be a military yeah. pilot. I'm like, no. But that'd be yeah. cool. But like that would take a that would take a while. So if I want to do that, exactly. I would be like I would be like um, you know go to school, like uh, go to school while I'm serving. Yeah. Get my get my four-year degree, become an officer, it's and so then hard. yeah, it's gonna take a long time. But like, if I get into the groove where like I'm like yeah, this is what I'm, this, I like this. I could see myself. I could see myself serving like up to twenty years, and okay. like re- retiring when I'm forty or something like that. Because like for me, I'm not like super like into like entrepreneurial shit. Where like that's I'm, like, fine. Yeah. yeah. So like I want to like if if I could retire at forty and like just have a small place somewhere in the country, that's what I would like to do. In the forest. In the in the country like somewhere, just like somewhere in like Texas or like I, go I don't fucking know. Like, yeah, just like so like it, chill. It, if I find myself. Like in in a career where I could retire at forty or forty five, forty two. That's nice. a dream. Fuck nice. it. That, that's yeah. So yeah, that's me right now. Simplistic. Yeah. Simplistic. But um. What's up? 
Yeah. yeah. I, I, how you have you have to you have to get going or how much time? No, you no, got? yeah. I, I want to bring up one more topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything, bro. Anything. I remember. I don't know if you guys remember. I was kind of really big into politics yeah. back in high school. I don't remember that actually. I don't remember you yeah, being that into politics. I don't, I don't remember either. But like, I I know I I know I got Patrick into politics like a lot, like heavily. Yeah, we we probably, reminisce now. Probably twelfth grade. Like I was like really into big it. time into like yeah. I used to be like a super hard like conservative. What year? Probably like tenth to like oh, twelve. Wow. Nice, cause and, I, and I would be like all oh, these stupid liberal kids, you know. In, in, yeah. in, in my mind, I would mm-hmm. walk around just like, but, but like, guy. you know, what, who like, like walking around just looking at people, just like, oh, I know, <laughs> yeah, this yeah guy's exactly. Like, this <laughs> and I was really a nobody <laughs> myself, <laughs> but but like then you try, then you like you know you like build yourself up into like somebody, yeah. You hustle, so. but now, dude, I don't give two shits about politics. To mm-hmm. be honest with you, yeah. that's why I want to talk about like like if you guys don't mind talking about it, I'm good with talking no, about no, politics. Like like, are you guys politically? Involved? Are you guys, no. Do you guys vote? Do you guys, do you guys have a specific Personally, views? Um, Patrick and I cannot vote yet because we have green cards, so like we don't have really? a citizenship yet. I thought you guys were citizens. In a year, we, in like in like uh, eight months, we can apply for it. Because you guys were born in, in Mexico, right? Yeah. yeah. But we've had our green card. We've been legal the whole time because we we don't like. I mean, we believe in like legal, legal immigration. Yeah, yeah, yeah of, course, of course, of But I, I thought I thought how long have you guys been living here in the U.S. Then thirteen it's years, fourteen years now, I think. Almost no, no, 15, no, more than that. 15 like, years, yeah. Almost so you guys, when you guys years. were really young. We moved here. 17, we were, like 17 years? Yeah, 17, 17 years. 17 years in the United States. But it, but it took us, right? Yeah. yeah. So like four years in Mexico. So you guys were really here. young when you moved here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like three but years old. Politically, I am, I, I do a lot of, I watch a lot of political commentaries on the left, on the right. Uh, I don't know. Where would you say you lean more towards? I am a neutral on politics. I, I don't lean any side. You don't lean any I, side. I have, if, you, if you bring up a specific topic now but, or an issue, I can talk about it. Okay. Yeah. And you could probably see where I'm at. I would say on most topics that I have an opinion on, I'm right-leaning. Mm-hmm. Everything else I could care less about. And mm-hmm. here's what here's my actual viewpoint on politics okay. and religion. And not to bash anyone's religion. Nope. A lot of people think I'm Muslim, Islamic, because I'm Persian and from the Middle East. My parents or my, my grandparents and a lot of my family members are. I'm not. I'm not a Christian or Catholic either. I'm. I guess you could call it. I think it's agnostic. I believe in God. Yeah. Well, I don't follow a specific. I don't believe I should follow a specific religion. I just believe I could pray to a God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be spe- a specific way, whether it's Christianity, Catholicism, or Islam. But as for politics, I, I the reason I don't really have a side, and I used to be conservative, but I've re- really realized if you care too much about politics. At the end of the day, politicians don't, whether they're Republican, Democrat, they don't give two shits they about you. Yeah. Your day-to-day life ain't going to change. It doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter who the, the mayor is, whatever. It's like, if you get up every day, you grind, you do, you put in the work, you exercise, you're going after your goals and actually being about it, you'll get somewhere. You'll get somewhere. It doesn't matter who the politics are. That's just something that they want you to worry about. Of course. And come vote. So I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't vote. Even though I could, what would you say are your strongest opinions? I would with, say I'm a supporter of the Second topic. Amendment. Okay, nice. That's, a good, self, that's a good one. That's for self protection. Self protection. And yeah. and I I'm I'm saddened that it's become a political issue. Yeah. It's like a right and left issue. I think it's just a constitution, and it's like you should everyone should respect it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that and then like other issues economically, I would say conservatives tend to have better economic views in terms of. Uh, the economy and businesses and lower taxes and stuff and it, it, that's at the end of the day that helps capitalism. overall yeah yeah I support capitalism mm-hmm. and it's not it's not I don't think it's a Republican Democrat issue I just believe that's the that's, that's the, the best, best ec- economic economy yeah, yeah. yeah unfortunately it is now but like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah unfortunately it's become but I, it's it's because when you look at it 
that's the only, in my opinion, economy that allows a nobody to become somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally agree. And there's yeah, a bunch bro. of hypocrisy with like, with capitalism because a bunch of the people that hate capitalism are sipping on their Starbucks drinks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude, here's the whole thing I'll, I'll say. Oh, and like other issues, by the way, like abortions. You know, police. Which I don't give two craps about. That doesn't affect my day to day life. Well, like you're no, saying, why all, is everything yeah. political nowadays? Right? Yeah, like, exactly. It doesn't have to be political. Yeah. But one thing I want to say about capitalism: um, these colleges and universities that a lot of the, that are a lot of them are left leaning, and the professors are liberal, and they're teaching these like business studies and stuff. Hmm. A lot of them, I, and I've seen it myself because I went to community college. I've seen the liberal college, even at community college, and I've have friends that go to college, and, and they tell me. A lot of these professors are left-leaning, and they'll sit there and bash capitalism. They'll make yeah. students dude. write articles and essays. You've seen it in high school. Oh, yep. dude. But, and, but and, Yeah, even in, in uh, I think Natalie told us a story like where like if she doesn't support left-leaning views, she'll she'll get a fail. Exactly. That's like, insane. that's fucking the, the, crazy. The, the, that's they do that. And then yeah. and then here's the thing that, that that's the biggest hypocrisy of it all. These colleges and universities, whether they're UCLA, USC, private universities like Harvard, wherever it is, you know, yeah. all these liberal schools, most of them are liberal. They they, they bash capitalism and, and these rich people, yet the same institutions are the biggest, like, they're like the richest things out there, yeah. the richest institutions out there. Like, like here's an example. Money. they They're going to charge, it takes them $6 to make a textbook. Mm-hmm. Make some, right? They're charging $200. What is that? That's capitalism. capitalism. Yeah. And then they're over here bashing companies for for sell, you know oh they're making all these corporate profits and, and it's like that, yeah. you guys are doing the same thing well so why are you bashing them when you guys are doing and you, it's probably worse because at least they admit it because they're a corporation you guys are so-called non-profits here to lying help lying about it so yeah, yeah you guys are lying about it you guys are so-called uh we're here for the students all this bs and another thing that, that they really get you and i and i applied to the university i was about to go to asu mm-hmm. they're like first year as a college student you should live on uh campus at the at the student dorms so you can get the quote-unquote college experience hmm. that's a bunch of load of bullshit, bullshit yeah. <laughs> because because there is no college experience that they're just trying to have you come in their partners like fill them you pay okay. them a bunch of money up front so you can live in their in their dorms and their and it costs more to live in them than to go out rent an outside apartment usually sure. just so they can make money and, and they're selling it all in the name of the college experience and these unfortunately dumb Young kids will yeah. do it. Another thing is, they'll they'll give you a loan for two hundred k to go to a four year university with absolutely no credit checks, no income, no nothing, no and I guarantee. can't even get a forty k loan for a car. For real. <laughs> yeah. You know, can't get a business I, loan. I, I, yeah, but oh no no, we'll give you, we'll sign you off to go to fucking <laughs> wherever university for two hundred k for four years and come out with a BS degree, and the government's gonna fund it, taxpayer money, and you're gonna come up with all this interest. And you know, people are like, well, you're gonna take a loan for flight school. I think flight school, I'm almost kind of guaranteed a job. Yeah. And, yeah. and the thing is, I'm going. I'm, it's a private loan too. Yep. It's on my credit. I'm not taking the government's credit. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah, and and the way you described it earlier, it just kind of did. I kind of compared it to like a club, how it's like yeah. if you don't bring money or status to that school, you're not. They're not gonna let you in. Because like at the same time, like it's even a lot. They do the lottery sometimes. Like, yeah. oh, are you gonna get into the school? And it's like you could be the smartest kid in the world, but if you're not bringing something to that school they're not going to accept you right and it's, it's either grades or, or a- athletics or something and these kids in high school are losing right. their mind over trying to get into their dream school like i remember i'm sure you know like what what did they come in like before before you graduated or like your junior year whatever year it is that you have to like apply for for schools i don't know if it was junior senior year or whatever they were coming in like people from all these colleges like 
oh, make sure you apply. Don't miss this deadline. Don't miss this deadline. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, well, what if someone wants to do something else? They don't. They don't yeah, talk about. They that. don't talk about that. You know. They don't they, talk about that. What, what, what if you know? And, and they don't respect it. Unfortunately, they don't respect the trades. They don't respect uh, the entrepreneurships. They, they, you know. But I mean, it's always been like that, and I think a lot of people are realizing that. Um, but a lot of people aren't either. And yeah, my my thing yeah. is, it's like if you want to go to university, I'm not saying don't. I'm not saying yeah. I'm against. I'm just saying know what you're going for and know where your money's going. And if, if it's going to be something that's going to help you with your future and your goals, then do it. But if you're going just for the quote-unquote college experience and you're just, you know, there to shoot the shit and you don't know, you're wasting your money and they're taking money from you and, and they're teaching you that, that capitalism's bad, yet they're imp- implementing it on you. Yep. Yes. And we're told, we're told since like preschool, kindergarten, first grade, elementary, they're like, that it's the only option. They don't, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, university's the only option. If you don't go to college, you're going to end up like... Almost saying that you're going to end up homeless if you don't go to university. Yeah, or I've heard that. Yeah. Here's what I will say about colleges. I think people, I think I think most people need direction. And I think if you don't know what you want to do, or if you're not, you don't have that mindset, that, that entrepreneurial mindset, that business mindset, you want to be your own employer, you want to work for yourself. I think if you don't know what you want to do, I think the best course of action might be college. I think that might be community the best. college. Don't go to community university. college, and then yeah. maybe you can transfer. But I think going to school, if you have no idea what you want to do, and you're not really passionate passionate enough to be self employed or to start your own business, college may be the best for you. Yeah, because self employment and being an entrepreneur is not it's for not everyone. easy, and it's not it's easy not for everyone. Yeah, and the thing is, like some people do that. Some people just go start working. But here's the thing: like if you, if you're gonna slave slave away for the rest of your life, at least do something you like. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, I bounced around a bunch of jobs and I didn't know what I was doing. But now I'm dead center on this is what I want to do: the pilot thing. And that's like, good though. Pilot. That's like exciting, bouncing bro. around like, jobs uh, is good. Yeah, like because then yeah. it, you kind you of like you kind of like. you kind of scratch that itch, right? Exactly. And you kind of scratch that. Okay, you, never, you I, I did this, this exactly. I, I did this. Like I don't want to do it. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. try this now. And then you find something, and then you kind of dive into, it and then okay, I really like this. Let me get into this, and then that's kind of how it takes off, right? But. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was a good one. That was a really good one. That was a fucking good podcast. I got to pee. <laughs> yeah, me too, right, bro. Dude. I got to pee. Hey, this is our first two-hour long podcast. It was two hours. I'm two hours. You, we would fucking love to go longer, but I know you gotta go. Yeah. yeah. Hey, no, do the dude. intro, bro, so you can edit it. Oh, we gotta do the intro. Shit. Um, right, let me know when you're. You, you want to do it? I think I, I did the it. last one. Yeah, go for it. I bro. mean, if you want to do it, and we gotta do the outro now. <laughs> right. Thank you, everybody, for watching this episode. Thank you very much, Arian. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll have all your all of your social media down, yeah, down sure. below. We really appreciate you coming yeah, on, bro. Thank you for really coming good. on, bro. It was, it was the nice, first two-hour nice podcast. It was the first two, our first two-hour podcast. So I think yeah, it was dude. one of our best ones. Let we, us know yeah. what you guys think. We gotta down get below. you back on, dude. Let us know if you guys want to have him back I'm, on. I'm down to come back on, and we can talk podcast. about anything. Of course, great podcast. I want to. I want to bring like somebody else too. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Was a good podcast. Maybe like Grayson or somebody. Okay, you talk to Chandler still, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'll ask him. I'll ask him. All right, bro. Hell yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thank you for watching. All right.